Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast. You are now listening to the Hot Take Hot Box. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shoulder Strikes MMA Podcast here on Good Friday. Shout out to Jesus. What a beautiful day it is here in uh, in the Northeast, in the Philadelphia area. I am joined here by my usual co-host returning from his sabbatical, his religious sabbatical last week. Um, he was working, actually. But Ty Capone, Ty, how are you feeling today? Uh, what, what did you? How, what was your overarching, uh, just broad thoughts of 273 and everything that went down this past weekend? Uh, wasn't I wasn't a huge fan. I know there's some people saying you know, it was a great event because you know you had the title fights and then you had the Ch- Chimaya Burns fight, but I don't know. The, you know, as a whole, I really didn't like. I didn't love the event. I should say. I don't want to say I didn't like it. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was you know. It had a slow, uh, a very slow start. Even though there was the Olympic disgusting fight, like it, it had its moments in, um, yeah. in, in like it, it didn't have a huge, you know, seven boring fights in a row. Like it, it, it spaced out the good ones. But um, all in all, I, I was not, you know, the Aljo was getting was getting booed in the second and third round. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it was a very wanna, boring title fight. You, you don't, don't have to lie. Like, I don't want to like you know say the fans you know if they start booing they know what they're talking about because obviously especially in Houston um, fans don't know really what they're doing or talking about so you know, that's that it, but it is kind of indicative and they were booing a lot there's multiple times in this car where they were booing and there's multiple times where I was just sitting watching like you know not really impressed but no I'm I'm with you on that uh, and we'll we'll get into all of it we'll run down the whole card. I don't think we'll spend that much time doing it because, like you said, there wasn't much, you know, hardcore breakdown that needs to be done. It was kind of very straightforward, I would say. So let's just get right into it. Was this guy making coffee, dude? What are you, are you stirring a little bit of? I just spilled fucking creamer everywhere. Oh man, this fucking guy. Uh, so Volkanovsky and Chen Sunjun, the Korean zombie, who they just refuse to use his government name. It's so funny, isn't it? Yeah. Z, you literally see it everywhere. I thought it was funny at first, but now I'm kind of like, wait a minute. Does so, he actually have a name? Yeah, that's what people were asking me. They're like, yo, what is his name? They're like, it's obviously not Korean Zombie. I'm like, it's Chen Sun Jump. They're like, oh, okay. Like, why don't they use that? I'm okay. like, ask the UFC. I have no idea. They just, yeah. I guess I think that's more marketable, which, I mean, honestly, that's a very, that's a hell of a nickname. So I would probably go Fair by enough. that as well. The Korean yeah. zombie. It's like okay, yeah, yeah. You you got me. But... And then for sure, for for sure, it's just zombie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Just TKZ zombie. Yeah, they're like, oh, here comes zombie. It's okay. Uh, but and then he comes out to the the his walkout song. <laughs> he got smacked. Whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. He, and this went about as uh, just uh, as predictions went down. This is what we thought was going to happen. I didn't know if he was going to finish him or not, but he did, and he he wobbled him and dropped him a few times throughout the fight and it just kind of not much to say other than that it was just a dominant performance from Volkanovski in another situation where you want to see Volkanovski get tested and this wasn't uh it's nothing like the Ortega fight where he was in deep water and having to swim his way out of the hole and all that but uh, yeah no I mean not much to say other than dominant performance from Volkanovski and then I guess I'll let you talk about the fight and then we'll talk about what's next 
Yeah. Um, I think he had like four or five takedowns. I didn't see that coming, um, to be honest. He had, you know, he really, it's funny. He, he looked better, I think. I, I feel like he's getting better. Or oh, maybe yeah. he just looked, you know, because I, my bold, bold prediction, thank God this, you know, I wasn't on last week. I would have picked Korean Zombie to win. That's what Jesus. I would have done. Yeah, really bad. I, I was just like, I don't know. I thought the matchup favored him. Not didn't favor him, but I thought, you know, stylistically, he has the power that can rock Volk. We've seen, you know, Volkanovski get hurt. Uh, TKZ has the ground game that he hasn't used in forever, but it's there. Um, but clearly, you know, Volkanovski, I haven't done my pound for pound rankings. I think we've, I, I've been holding off on them just because there's so much movement and a lot going on. Yeah. I think maybe after 274, we can do that because um, there's not much. You know, immediately after 274. So we'll do that. Um, God, a bunch of bugs in my fucking. What's going on? All right. <laughs> Sorry. We, um, what was I saying? I don't even know. About the, the, but no, the pound I thought, I thought, I think he's, I think he's right behind Usman, man. I, I truly, you know, if he beats Max Holloway again, that deadens that. He's definitely the second best featherweight behind Aldo ever. Um, and then, you and know, if he, keep, if he keeps, if he keeps winning fights, why you know he can pass him? Like so, I, truly, I, I I truly don't know if there's anybody who can beat him. I think you know he's he's starting to, uh, to enter that upper echelon tier of fighters where you know, in my opinion, they're just unbeatable at this at, at this current juncture. Is uh, Israel Adesanya at middleweight? Not no one's going to beat him. Uh, Francis at heavyweight? I I don't think anyone's going to beat him. And Volk at 145? I don't I don't see anybody beating him. So I guess next would be I don't know. Did they talk about who's next? I it's guess probably going to be Max, Max again, but uh, you know now Cejudo <laughs> couldn't help a, go, a night go by without people talking about him or making it about himself. Yeah. He had to right. get on Twitter and say he's entering the testing pool and all that, so he's going to try and angle his way for a fight against him. I, that's something that I, listen, it's I wish very Cejudo interesting. Wasn't retired, but no, I agree. Yeah, but it's like. It's all yeah. it's all just talk. Like I, we talk about this yeah. all the time. I like the thing I've liked about Habib, and I was wrong about because I thought it would. I guess he has Islam, so it's kind of just he doesn't have to. But I thought he would talk the whole time that he was retired. That it would be like, <laughs> yeah, I would smash you. But it's like kind of what Cejudo's doing. Like every time yeah. she's called Cheater Yawn, and like uh, like every it's every like uh, week that someone fights, he's talking about them, kind of like McGregor does. And it's like, well, you, you the same people who are talking to the like. I, I just it's so annoying it, it's so annoying I, yeah. I just either I fight you. or just coach and just you know kind of just stop trying to make it always about yourself but maybe all right yeah. so now he's getting back in the pool we'll see if he fight or wants to fight again Volkanovsky talking about going up I, I don't know I love if, him as a coach by the way uh is a great coach Cejudo he's a great coach so he's, he's got to like go like great guys down there I like him all in all when he's not doing this little bit but yes he can't help himself I agree. I, I just yeah. That's just a one thing. I mean, I have a bunch of things against Cejudo, but it's just the one thing that I can't stand is when he does that. It's like you can't let a guy have his singular moment. Like both of those guys, either thirty five or forty five, won their title, and like he jumps. I'm I'm getting in a testing pool. I want to fight Volkanovski, or I want my title back. Like the night Sterling won his title, he's doing a stare off with him backstage. It's just like it's just nonsense all the time. But yeah. He's, but he's awesome though. Like he's an incredible. Like I know he's an incredible it's, it's, competitor. It's like, he's one of the best fighters of all time. Like it's, it's just it's, it's truly a lover or hate him thing. Yeah, um, yeah. So you have to reconcile I, both. But go ahead. I don't know. Truly, um, I guess I'll bring up these rankings. I feel like I I'm so out of the loop with rankings. 
I don't. I, I want to see him and Max. I, I do think they were both close, and I think a third, a, a, like one decisive victory, would truly do wonders for his career. I think, you know, it, it, it would just mean a lot if he not not got a finish. I mean, that would be you know the shock factor of him finishing uh, Holloway would be crazy. And I think Max yeah. is honestly due to get finished. You know, one of these days, if 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 Volk does what he did against TKZ, or if he gets better, like dude, he looks so quick, and you know he has power. And obviously the takedown game, it seems like, you know, he's strong that his wrestling so good. I, I, I don't know where Max beats him. I, I You know, just like the first two fights, you know, they were both close, but I truly don't know where Max beats him. So for him, if I, it, for him, probably it's, it is the, a good time to go up and maybe try to do something like that. Because, yeah. like we just said, like there's not really a lot of prospects or guys coming up right now immediately. Like You have the Arnold Allens, you have the Bryce Mitchells, and even, a, a, say, a Calvin Cater who could you know, make that mm-hmm. move at, at one more fight, and he's right in that conversation, that, that's, that sort of area. But right now, today, it's Holloway or no one that you really want to see against them. And I, but I, if I'm looking at it from the 55 perspective, we don't really need that right now because we have so many guys up there at the top that could yeah. say challenge. Like is uh, apparently Islam has to fight Benil again. You got you got Chandler still lurking around there. He's gonna fight Ferguson, so that should be a win. You know you got Gaethje fighting this weekend. You still have Poirier somewhere in there. Who's someone's got to fight him at some point if he's gonna stay at 55. So a lot of moving parts. I don't necessarily know if they need a Volkanovski. I wouldn't complain. I'd love to see say. Either one, Oliveira or Gate. I mean, Gaethje and Volkanovski would fucking be incredible. That just sounds yeah like a great fight on the surface. But I, I got. I guess it's you know it's nothing that's going to be decided right now or immediately. So we shall Volk see. Volk and Jose Aldo at one fifty five. Uh, yeah, or forty five. Jesus. Um. I, I, yeah, no, that would happen. Yeah, I mean, he already did. Aldo's that. got a sight set on uh. Aldo's got a sight set on Aljo. Yeah, and. and I guess well, that's perfect a good segue into that. I was gonna say perfect segue. Here we are. <laughs> uh, I don't know where you want to go with this because there's gonna be a lot of just a lot to talk about. I'll simply say I do not think that the decision was correct. I don't think and uh, I moved like I understand where the first round was close. So maybe you could go. Uh, I I just don't my I, I had one four five. I thought I was I thought it was very clear after the fight. I have not had a chance to rewatch it because I just I, I was at Xfinity. I did not buy the uh, thing, so I don't have it. Like, and I tried to watch it like on YouTube, but there's like that all those pixelated versions, and I'm just like, whatever. I'm yeah, not, I'm not bothered. It's like with zoomed this. in. Yeah, and you can only see like you can only see his <laughs> see leg. Like, I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't, I'm not getting much of this. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't um I didn't bother with that. So maybe in a couple weeks I'll come back to you when I get the chance to watch it. But yeah. I, I watched it very clearly and very intently the first time, and, and I thought Jan won the first round. I was like, okay, wow, Jan actually started quicker than he usually does because it's always right. like he gives up the first round. I thought every time two, two and three were very clear. Yeah, obviously. Yep. Um, no 10-8. No 10-8. Yeah, I did want I did want to talk about that. Uh, I don't. I think the standard for ten eights is like it's gotten out of people, control where they never give them, and now is. people want to just give them out for everything. He had him in a so, dominant position. He won the round for sure, but yeah, you know, God, I'm sorry. Anything. No, sorry, I was. I kept trying to. No, no, you're good. Pitter patter and uh, ten eights don't like you know. It's so weird to give them. It, there's no really just rule or whatnot. The last 10-8 we saw was Gunnar Nelson, Takashi Sato. That was definitely deserved. He was on his back for five minutes and he was he was kind of beating his ass. I think he was under the chin. 
Aljo was not under the chin. He was across the chin. He was across the mouth, across the face. He was not under the chin, not once in this fight, not once. Um, the one time he did get sort of ish, close ish, close ish was the third round, but he did not. Truthfully, he did not, you know, get under the chin. I don't, um, you know, I don't, I don't know. He got booed twice in the third round, Aljo. Yeah, like two times they started booing in the second round. Uh, Joe Rogan said he needed to see some some urgency from Aljo. Yeah, because he had him in that dominant position. And then so it was in the second round, about with a minute and a half left, he got across the mouth, and then he had a he had some ground and pound for like thirty seconds, where he was winging his hands back and throwing. wasn't really landing. Yeah, wasn't ha- doing anything. Like he had him like almost flattened out. Like it didn't look good. I will give people like right. I understand 100%. where you're like, wow, this doesn't look good, and like, but it's more off the shock value of you. You didn't imagine yeah. seeing him here. Like that's yeah. that's what I think it's like ten eight, but like that's not a ten eight. Like he did, like you said, he didn't inflict real damage where it was like, oh shit, this fight is about to be stopped. Like yeah, it was like, wow, this is a little, close. this is not good. But I was never like, oh, this isn't, you know, oh my god, he's about to finish him. Like I feel like that's a ten eight. That that, but yeah, it's a simple way damage, of looking at it. But yeah, damage has to be done. There's just no no damage was done. The fight was never in any real trouble. And then in the fourth round. He hit a he hit Aljo early with the left hook and it bothered him. Bothered yeah, him. Aljo not does like not it. like getting punched in the face like at all. Truly, truly, he does not like getting punched in the face. He ducks his head around. He he turns his back and moves. He doesn't like getting punched in the face. He reacts really poorly. The first round, I'll say, I thought I thought Jan won, and you know it was shitty. It was a shitty round. Not much happened. You know there was a lot of movement, and that's it. Uh, you can look at the strike totals. I think it was twenty to thirteen for Aljo, but a lot of that was body kicks, which you know I'm not going to discredit them, but. Uh, there wasn't really many, you know, Aljo landed a right hook that was good, but it didn't do much. And then other than that, there's two left hooks that Jan landed, one at the very end of the first. And those are the two best strikes of the, of the round, easily. So, and he stuffed two takedowns. You know, so I feel like I, I don't know how how Aljo got the first round. Every, I kept saying, I'm like, I don't know how, you know, how does Aljamain Sterling win round one? And people keep saying, well, how does Peter Jan win round one? You know, it doesn't really answer my question. I, I don't know how you can give that round to Sterling. He was ba- he was backing up the whole time. You know, so so the, the rules of mixed martial arts, it's a 10-point must system, which is pe- what people don't understand. And there's no 10-10s. They don't get given out ever. Well, I don't yeah. think. So basically how you decide a round is effective strike striking slash grappling. That's the first uh, priority that judges are told to, to go off of. Effective striking, effective grappling. Well, the effect of striking, striking slash grappling in that round had to be on. That's Over what two I on takedown, stuffed them both, and he landed the best punches. The, the best strikes total were him. Maybe he got outstruck a little bit, but he landed a better percentage. That seems effective. Okay, you want to say that's, you know, you go to plan B if you don't know how to, you know, if, if it's even. Plan B is aggressiveness. Well, aggressiveness, Jan. that was all Jan. Yeah. Uh, and then if you don't, if there's nothing there, which this hardly happens, it's cage slash ring control. Plan C should only be needed when all other criteria are 100 percent even. Yawn. Rage cage ring control. I, you know, I feel like that's yawn. That's like, all that's yawn. Yeah. <laughs> like what, that's the one thing Aljo I thought do? he did like that for sure that he was dominating where the fight was being taken. Like he was coming after yeah. him as opposed to backing up Walking like down. he was last time. In yeah, that well, first like, round, if right? Aljo did. No, sorry. If Aljo did what he did in the first round last time, if he did it this time, he would have won it just off of, you know, just throwing a bunch of fucking his limbs at Jan because that's what he did in the first round. He just throwing kicks and spamming kicks and spamming jabs. And it worked because he was, you know, yeah. Jan takes the round off and he was coming out guns a-blazing. 
and he didn't do that this time. It's why I didn't think he won the round, but um, I guess I'm in the minority here. Truly, you know, shout out to Dan Levy of Best Fight Picks. When I saw the, um, you know, they do the a lot of the, uh, media scorecards, he was the only one I saw that picked Jan to win, that had Jan winning. You know, I, had a lot, I saw a couple guys with draws. Um, I, I, I had no idea. No idea you'd give that a 10 8. But, um, yeah, I, I'm, round one, you know, that's what it, it comes down decisive. to. It was not decisive, but to me, it was a little clear. It was a little, you know, it was kind of clear. I don't know. Listen, I respect other people's opinions, and I respect that, you know, like I could be like wrong. I, I, I do right. understand that because it's, I, like you said, it's not clear and concise. I understand why people maybe thought that Sterling won that round, or I can see the argument for how he mm-hmm. did win the round. I just don't re- like that's just not how I view it, and I don't I don't think that's how the rules dictate it. It's not even just how no, I think MMA should be. I think that this is like the standard we've set for so long, and then you just like decided this is not how we're gonna judge it tonight, which I didn't. I, right. Like I just don't I don't get that in, so, in, in um, the simplest well, sense. I just don't I don't understand how he wins that first round based off everything. Because like you said, though, it's like it's not just throwing stuff. I've seen volume guys lose rounds on so many occasions mm-hmm. where they landed all the, like a, a, almost double the other guy's strikes, but the other guy was cracking him when he hit him. And it, I, don't, yeah. I wouldn't say that Jan was like hurting him or cracking him, but like you said, the more effective shots were coming from Jan. Well, he had one body oh, kick. Takedowns, yeah, like, yeah, and he was backing him up the whole time. And those takedowns were like, oh, my time. God, get off of me. They weren't even like real yeah. exactly close. The only way he got him down was when he shot a, an aggressive shot in the beginning of the round. That's how he was getting him down in the second and third. But, ah. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I just, you know, close, sure. But I, I think if Jan was the champion and had the belt around his waist, they would have given him the first, truly. Probably. You're probably but, right. I just, yeah, I, that's a big thing. I just don't understand why it was judged this way. And when I've watched the fight so many different nights where they've judged it another way, where they judged it for Jan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just, it, 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 just it truly, to me, seems like that title, that the, you know, the champion, you know, if you're the champion, you, you know, th- ties will go in your favor. That Like, that's how they'll break ties. If you're the champion, it's, it, it, it truly sucks. But I feel like that's kind of what they did here. But what do I know? It, listen, none, nonetheless, I, it really wasn't that entertaining of a fight either way. It was very, and I don't blame that on either Dude, guy. Like, it's kind of like a stylist, stylistic thing. I just thought maybe Sterling should have like, I, how do you have his back two rounds in a row and you don't inflict more damage or like you wear the guy like it just you were, that that to me. I think he was just kind of like okay with just laying on his back, and I'm not saying like he was like not doing anything. Yama's defense was great. I it just thought you you would have seen more two rounds in a row like yeah. that, and then and then Jan gets Multiple up for the moves. fourth and fifth and he's smoking them, you know. It, it, yeah. I, just a tough tough uh, way to see. Like I just thought Jan won. I feel like he got the short end of the stick here, and then Sterling's very unlikable because of just how yep. he's leaned into this whole you know uh, apologies this and like he like like somebody said so like he, terrible, man. you could have thought he was going to go on Twitter and been like hey man it was a close fight you know respect the Yana I'm still the champion you know like I, I did you could have been a little bit humble about it but he just goes the other I way he goes the other way and then he's like why don't people like me why don't people respect my victory <laughs> uh, at least Cejudo never does shit like that he just kind of does it and uh, he knows people are going to talk shit to him and hate on him the Sterling's like why don't people like me like I wonder why dude 
really. I, I, yeah, because you post a fucking apology form like a fucking fifteen year old girl. Yeah. Say, sorry to me, guys. Like, no, nobody wants to fucking. Just trying say to, sorry and to he's me, just man. trying to get pe- under people's skin. The salt, like you know, are you salty bay? And he's taking t- pictures with the belt. Like, you know taking what you're shots doing. Of Dana White. You know what you're doing. Yeah, and even Dana White agreed with us. So we're not like that's what made me feel less crazy. I know Dana. I don't exactly. He's not the MMA god or czar or anything like that. Like he doesn't right. have a better. I mean, he's you know he's seen it all. So. But I, I, I just, I, I guess it made me feel like less crazy that other people were watching. Because as you said, like, you go to the media, the media was like, oh, yeah, Sterling, no doubt. I'm like, wait, what? Uh, I thought yeah. maybe there was at least a talk, talk or discussion about it. But well, I could probably talk, honestly, we could probably spend the next hour talking about this fight because. Funny enough, Rogan had, or um, not Rogan, uh, Dana White had it 48-47 Jan, as did I. And we just said, you know, he's not the pariah or whatever. But Al just said he doesn't know how to judge fights, which is obviously funny because. He, he had it in favor of Jan. <laughs> yeah. You know, obviously he was fucking. And then um, the live odds, I believe. Um, where was it? Where is this? Live odds had it minus 175 for Piotr Jan at the re- start of round three. Minus 175 at the start of round three. So after two rounds, they f- felt confident in him enough to have him at 175 money line. Yeah, even so when that, he gave up that second. That, so that means he didn't lose the second round. I mean, he didn't lose both. Like, if he lost the first and the second, he would have been plus 175, plus 300. Yeah. Like, the odds knew that he won the round, first round. You know, like, exactly. Vegas knew. I knew. Uh, John Anik, I believe he said it was 2-2 two, two going in the fifth. And obviously, Jan won the fifth. So I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just, I don't think I'm too crazy. Um, also, Aljo going three for 39 on takedowns in two fights. Like, he's getting a fucking uh, Richard Sherman contract from the Niners. Fucking pathetic. Three of thirty-nine, two fights from takedowns. Unbelievable. Garbage. It's just, and it's unfortunate because, like, like I said, it's kind of. I don't like Sterling. I just don't like Sterling's act, and I just kind of talked about that a little bit. But even his fight style isn't exciting. It'd be different if he talked like that, and then he would go out there and like that was not an entertaining fight at all. If okay. he's not getting your chin, if he's not tapping you out, he's not that exciting. Yeah, truthfully. And win's a win, though. Like he, you just. But this is a part of it, though. Win, win is a win. But yeah. you're the champion. Uh, there's going to be people like me that you don't care for their opinion. Even if, if you don't care for Big John's opinion, you definitely don't care for mine. It, yeah. Just talking he's, shit. Like he's, t- he's going full scorch earth on everybody. I don't like. I don't care to watch him fight. I, that's the yeah. unfortunate part. When I, I love to have champions that I love to watch fight. He's not one of those guys. And we'll see what's next. We're maybe maybe Dillashaw. Maybe they should do this again. Uh, at some point, I don't know if they're going to so, run it back like that. But here's my idea. I know the you know Grand Prix and tournaments. Obviously, it's, it's not my it's not what I'm trying to say, but like a nice little six man setup, like Cheeto Vera. Who's he? Is he fighting Danny Gay or, my, or somebody else? Uh, Cheeto Vera's fighting Rob Font. Rob Font. God, I, I get Font and Ige confused all the fucking time. I'm sorry. Wait. Um, Cheeto Vera's winner fighting that, Rob Font. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Make sure. I think the winner of that should fight Corey Sanhagen. I think. Jan should fight TJ, and I think Aldo should fight Aljo. I think it's fucking awesome. I think it's a perfect – they haven't fought any of them. I think you know it gives Aldo a title shot, which honestly, Jan losing, that helped. I think Aldo is the real winner of all this. I mean, you know, he, he lost so viciously to Piotr Jan, at least at the very end. You would never want to see that, that again. That, you know, you're not going to set those guys up as, for a rematch. You know, that's not going to happen to get the number one cont- uh, contender spot. What you can do is just move Peter Jan back a little bit because he's had two fights with the champ. You can, you can, you know, basically tell him like, okay, you're probably next up anyway. Just, just wait a little bit. And he's, I, he, he shared the same sentiments. I saw his tweet said, you know, 
he was kind of just like disappointed. It seems like, and he's just like, you know, next time we'll get him next time. So I think, you know, Stan Hagen giving him the winner of that. And then, yeah, T.J. Dillashaw and Piotr Jan, man, that's a fucking fight. That is a fucking war. And then, you know, if T.J. wins, he gets a title shot. I don't know. I, th- I think that's what I- I'd like to see, honestly, anything uh, in that division. That division's, you know, booming right now. I would absolutely love to see T.J. Dillashaw against anyone. So hopefully that's yeah. going to happen soon. I I could see them running it right into the title for him because he's, you know, he de- didn't necessarily lose it. He, got- he fought his one fight. He probably should be next if it's not Peter yeah. Jan. But I would love anyone. I just want to see. I'll be rooting for anyone against Sterling, for the most part. I am. I am with you. Just uh, yeah. Now I'm just not a fan. Let me just say that right (laughs) off the rip. I am not a fan, and now I have to mortally hate you because you ruined my parlay. It's also personal. You took money out of my out of my my pocket. You know, so. And I didn't even think you deserved it. If you would have, if he would have finished, I might have been like, "Damn, he's a sicko." If you finish Peter Yan, like you're you're nuts. Yeah. You, you, You. Yeah. And he looked good. He had very dominant position, and he was dominating for, I mean, 10 minutes of the fight. It, it, where it's like, wow, I can't. Like, when he got him down the third round, I was like, I can't believe this is happening again. Like, this is crazy. And then that fourth, I just, we can, like I said, I can just keep talking about it over and over again. But <laughs> let's keep it moving. Another uh, another fight that was absolutely insane, Hamzat Chemaev, Gilbert Burns. First time we've seen Hamzat look human. I, I'll let you lead this off. This was insane. Yeah, uh, this was a good. This was a great back and forth bout. I wasn't sure, you know, how I'd see uh, Chimaev in the second, third rounds. He's been there before, I think, but uh, you know, with somebody like Gilbert Burns wearing on you like that, I, Burns didn't get a takedown, which I thought I, I thought he might be able to get him down, but he um, he was zero for five, which is not a big surprise because he doesn't use his wrestling too much, and Chimaev is so goddamn strong, man. It's crazy when you know when he first took him down, he kind of like dragged him a couple feet closer to where he wanted to. Uh, man, that was nuts. He is so, I know, I know, you know, Gilbert's not huge, but he's fucking, he's yoked. But, um, no, that was a great fight. You know, even if, if Hamzat lost, you know, his stock went way up, but the fact that he won and, you know, I think it was kind of, you know, obviously that he won. I don't know if anybody had an issue with it. I don't think, um, you know, the same rally, honestly, from getting knocked down was, um, was awesome. You know, especially a guy who's had a couple, he had a really bad bout with COVID, I mean, he hasn't fought anybody, you know, on Gilbert Burns' level. He was hitting Gilbert Burns with a lot of shots. I thought Gilbert Burns was eventually going to will. I mean, he got knocked down with a jab, Dead. you know, and we like we, we've seen him quit, not quit, but we've seen his body quit. Yeah, and you know that happened. He's had a bunch of surgeries. He's done his whole life. He's not young. Um, that'll happen. It, it is what it is. Um, remember, in Shane Burgos' body just fucking decided to, to just shell up and you know go in a rest mode. And it, it just happens. And you know when when he went down. From that jab, I was like, fuck, man, he's really going to go out from a jab? I, I kind of hope not. And then he didn't. He rallied. And he was swinging the whole time. I remember he, he, uh, he hurt Hamza, and then he started hitting with those uppercuts. I thought he honestly, it might have been over right there when he started doing that. I was kind of, I, I was a little nervous. Um, but the fact that Shemayev, you know, stayed, stayed, uh, stayed good throughout the whole 15, and he said after the fight, um, basically, I don't think he was really that prepared. I, I think he said uh, he didn't think, he didn't take, take Burns that seriously. I, b- I believe is what he said. So I think he needs to work on some things for sure. Is you know, uh, I don't think he has a chin issues or anything, but just, just a little defensive issues. I think he should work on and, you know, just, just being a hundred percent locked in, but that was a fucking absolute, absolute worm. I don't want to watch it again. Yeah. That, that, I can't wait for this whole card to go on ESPN plus just so I can, well, oh, th- yeah. these top three, honestly, because 
they were the in my mind most entertaining of the whole night. I, we'll get through. We'll get into all of the rest of these, but I, I I don't have much to say that you didn't say. It was awesome to see Hamza get tested. It was awesome to see him look human. I think had he fought a more efficient and smart fight, he probably would have taken Burns out systematically. But he just. I love that he loves the fire, and he just walked mm-hmm. in ready for a war, and he went to war with Gilbert Burns. It was awesome to yeah. watch. One of the most entertaining fights I've ever seen. Uh, I'm not, it's not even like hyperbole or from the like. It was just all the whole back and forth of them just going to war. Hamzat's eating shots. He's getting rocked. He's getting hit with like nuclear right hands, where you're like, what? What the fuck? And then he got like you said, he got dropped. Where I was just like, this is unbelievable. Like. Then he Crazy. takes takes Burns down. They're fighting after the uh, after the the bell. It, it awesome. It just had it had everything that felt like a, a movie, like Rocky fight, where it, you hit the music was playing in the background. You're like, oh, this is it. Like Gilbert yeah. came to fight <laughs> like that because uh, you you knew like not the you just like I, I was expecting one or the other. Like it was like gonna be where that what we got, but not not nowhere near on that level or like. Hamzat was going to blow our minds again and smash him, and that's kind of what the odds were saying, that he was just going to smash him. He's, you're getting first two rounds, like, plus 160. That's It's insane that they just think mm-hmm. he's going to walk through a guy like that. Just awesome. Yeah, I, I'll Sign me up for more. Chamaya versus Burns again, that's cool. Chamaya versus Colby, that's awesome as well. Uh, sign me up for either one. I'm in. I don't think he's ready for Usman yet. I think that's one more. all he needs to slow down. One more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I'm all for it. Mackenzie Dern, Tisha Torres, another close one. I thought, uh, I, I definitely thought it could have been a Tisha Torres uh, win, but I, this was not a robbery by any sense of the imagination. It was kind of uh, like there was, two, I think, if I remember, it, she won for sure. Mackenzie Dern won the second, and those one and three were kind of up for grabs. So, uh, like, like I can't scream robbery here. I, I had Torres winning. Like I thought Torres won at the end. But I, I didn't. I wasn't like, damn, I got screwed. Uh, maybe I did because I, lo- I think I lost it a bet. I had Tisha. Yeah, usually I bet what I pick was, on uh, here. So it yeah. was kind of ugly. Like the third round was gross. Yeah, uh, first round nothing really much happened. I know they were kind of uh, up in the air about who won the first. Um, I, it, I thought Tisha Torres weird. won, but Mc- Mackenzie Dern fights are really hard to judge, man. She's she's not she's not that she's not that good. It's it's confusing because she likes to stand up a lot, even though she's her stand up game sucks. Truthfully, I'm sorry, it's not good. She hits hard, she, you know. She's active, um, and in women's it's MMA, getting better though. I will say it, it, it's not yeah. as bad as it has been, but yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, the the issue I have is she still just plods in, hands down. She doesn't really know what she's doing. She's aggressive without having any clue what she's doing. Um, I I think striking. Still really sloppy, and her ground game's good. The guard pull to the Kimura attempt was fucking beautiful. She never got, she never, you know, had her in the submission, but that Kimura was close. Uh, you know, Tisha's just a little older. I, I thought Tisha could have won it. You know, I think honestly, if if more people gave a fuck, you could have cried robbery over this, honestly. But it was so, you know, ugly that nobody truly at the end of the fight after 15 minutes, nobody gave a fuck. So, shout to McKenzie Dern. Yeah, go win. It was crazy her like throwing up that. Uh... That guard sort of like triangle arm bar thing in the in the third or the second round, I think, and just having yeah. her having her in trouble, having her arm like comored back for a, a great defense by Tisha Torres. Like it was that was a fascinating fight. No, no, real no complaints there. It was 
not the most exciting, but not boring either. So I could give it a eight. No, no, that's way too high. Seven, uh, seven, one on the Matt scale. So there you go. Mark Madsen, Marco Madsen, uh, not dominant, but I, I thought it was a pretty clear win here. One and three, if I remember yeah. correctly. Vince Pichel didn't fight the most, I would say, good fight or uh, yeah. smart fight, but yeah. After round two, he Pichel thought he had round the, the fight cinched up. He thought he was going to go out there in the third round and just uh, you know do what he wanted. But it, he's got to remember he's like fifty-seven years old or eighty-four or whatever he is. He's got his AR AARP card has expired. He. Uh, not Marco Madsen's also like I think thirty eight, right? He's twelve and zero, and he's thirty eight. Yeah, Vince Pichel's so thirty nine. Good. Marco Christ. Madsen is twelve and zero, but he's thirty seven yeah. years old. Yeah, when they're both actually, you have to like add twenty years to both their lives. But um, yeah, he he thought he had it stitched up. He didn't. That was stupid. I, I I had I was going to bet if I did, uh, if I won my Kay Hansen bet or my Mickey Gall bet. Thank God those didn't hit. Um. <laughs> I would have put money on Vince Michelle money line, and I would have been so upset to see him, you know, after the second round say, "Yeah, he's done," and then go out there in round three and do nothing. Uh, like, you know, same thing with round one. He gave it away after he got taken down. So, um, yeah, it's the, you know, I, I like Vince Michelle. I thought he had a, honestly an underrated career. I think he he could have made more noise and had a bigger name if he wasn't you know hurt a lot and, and uh, had so much time away from the cage. But um, what are we gonna do? Yeah, and shout out to Marco Madsen. He it just he's uh, he's got everything that you could need, but uh, well, not even not great striking to be honest. But he's powerful. Uh, but he's got like he's I don't know. I, I, I'm trying to say he's got everything you need. Gas tank's really, not good. Yeah, like he doesn't really fight with striking's the, not good. The greatest IQ. He's got a great wrestling though. Yeah. So that's basically all you do need sometimes. Broken freaking neck. He won an Olympic gold. No, he didn't. But um, also the O Madsen. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's interesting how he went from Mark O. Madsen to Marco Madsen. Like yeah, it's, it's a, like he's Irish. A, Marco Madsen. Uh, <laughs> good, good for Mark. Oh, Marco Madsen. <laughs> Great W. And then speaking of an Irishman, Ian here Gary continues his undefeated uh, run here, nine and zero. Defeats Darian Weeks. I'm not going to waste too much time talking about this. Terrible. Very Terrible very boring uh, fight. Good for Ian Gary. Darian Weeks was not much of a test, though, and he didn't really put any dominant sort of flair on it. I guess he didn't want to fight like a oh. moron like he did last time because he probably would have gone to sleep if Darian Weeks would have caught him with something. Darian Weeks yeah. was very game. Ian Gary backed up for almost the whole fight, but he landed a lot. Uh, yeah. Well, not I shouldn't even say a lot. It took him a while to open up, and then he started to land uh, towards the second half of the fight, but... Even rough, I think he uh, wobbled. I think he dropped to a knee at Darian Weeks at one point in the second round. So uh, it was it was rough. I don't have they much didn't to do say. Anything. Yeah, good no. for Ian Gary. Let's. I want to see him against. Fraud. Uh, yeah, uh, you, you, he has to hate the Irish. I don't. I love the Irish. <laughs> I'll be there soon. Nine days. We'll say. Yeah, and you better watch your mouth before we have some people I, in Dublin that listen. I uh, avoid Anthony that Hernandez uh, fight Josh Frund. Fremd. Frund. Fremd. Fremd. Uh, Don't be my friend. Yeah, it, it didn't. Not much, not much to be honest here. Well, uh, Anthony Hernandez sort of dominant performance, but he lost position a couple times. I thought he could have yeah. taken the back for a while and was like going for a gu- like he had this guillotine set up or this Darce choke that he kept wanting to go for as opposed to just taking his back and kind of algoing him. 
and maybe catching him slipping at one point, but could not get the finish in here. Uh, the what do you have to say here? I, I don't want to move it on like that. Yeah, I'm a big uh, I'm a big Fluffy Hernandez fan. I thought you know he beat Brennan Allen back in the day. Um, I forget what happened with that Jordan Wright fight. Did he win? Did he knock Jordan Wright out or did he get knocked out? He I know knocked, it was a no he contest. He knocked Jordan Wright out and then he got caught with weed, I believe. There you go. In 50 and then, seconds, you know, the, he knocked him out very quickly. Yeah, yeah. The Maluco loss and when he got Anaconda, you know, it happens. And uh, Kevin Holland knocked him out. Kind of a fluke. Not a fluke, but it happened very early. And, you know, at the time, I think he was uh, fairly new and Kevin Holland, you know, he's been around. And so, you know, after that Adolfo Vieira, you know, Armin Guillotine, he had, I think, four or five fights canceled. Uh, Puna, he would have killed Puna, I think. He would have put him to absolute fuck to sleep. Same with Dustin Stoltzfus. Stoltzfus. And then he had Duraev and Drikas Duplessis. Two fucking, two studs. Two guys I really want to see fight uh, on that card. Same with Imavov. Same with Chris Curtis. Same with Kelvin Gaston. Like, there was five, six, seven. Uh, Aldana was supposed to be on the card. Like, there were so many fighters that were supposed to be originally on this card yeah. that ended up not being on it. And, and like, the lead up, the week of, is when it all happened. Like, uh, what happened? I think seven wasn't Sabatini supposed to be on this card too, like a while ago. I think like so. They moved it Gass- back. Yeah, they they moved it back at some point. Uh, Gaslam was like the week of, and they had yeah. Duplass C was a couple weeks before. Like the Imavov had visa issues, so they yeah. moved Kelvin Gaslam around, and then they had uh, it was Duplass C and Chris Curtis. Chris Curtis was Drew, so they put Drickus Duplass C against Fluffy, and then Drickus Duplass C. Had to pull out. Like, what the fuck, man? I think Imavov had two opponents. Uh, Fluffy was supposed to fight Darayev. Darayev is an absolute animal. Um, so I'm kind of I'm pissed at that, but I'm glad they gave him a you know get get fight. And you know he really should have done more. I think I think he should have finished him. But this guy was game. This guy, honestly, you know, second, third rounds. He you know when a guy's supposed to be tired, especially a guy you, you, know, you don't really know who he is. Uh, I don't think he was in the UFC before this. Uh, it's contender series, all. No, he was, no they found him looking deal. for a fight. Yeah. They found him looking for a fight after he was in LFA. Uh, he got knocked out by Greg Rodriguez before that, after he Animal. beat Bruno Oliveira. So, like, he's, he's he's pretty legit. Honestly, I think he's okay. I, I would like to see him stick around. He The fact that he was still there 15, 14 minutes into the fight with Fluffy Hernandez, that guy puts on a pace that is just insane. Like, yes. he fights like a crackhead. And he was and, in you know, there, cardio, too. Like, he was fighting hard, oh, man. Like it, 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 it's not just him chasing you; it's him having a hold of you and just move it all movements. And and I don't know how this friend dude was able to like just stay alive. I mean, seriously. So you know, shout out to him, honestly, um, and shout out to Fluffy. I'm a big Fluffy fan. He's still kind of young. I think 28. Uh, he has some potential here. I I don't know. You know, he, he definitely needs to fight less crackheadish. <laughs> but uh, 185 could be a good uh, a, a good a good spot for him. Honestly, there's there's a big middle ground. I think after the top of top guys that even aren't ready for Izzy, I think there's a nice middle unranked spot where Drickus Duplessis, Chris Curtis, Fluffy Hernandez, uh, derive a lot. Some of the guys I just mentioned, Imavov, even there's a lot of rising guys. And I think Fluffy Hernandez is in that tier of rising fighters at 185. For sure, he's just got to get some more experience, some more fights under his yep. belt, so that yeah, this. It can only it can only grow. I, like you said, I love his skills. I love his grappling. His his stand up is good enough. You know where he, he goes for the kill too. I mean, he does stupid, but but yeah, uh, I have nothing honest. but good things to say about Fluffy and even that Josh from uh, Josh Frem. I I, I want to see him again. Uh, he's a guy where I, would like, 
Uh, I just yeah, maybe not? a good matchup. Like like Anthony Hernandez is not an easy first fight, and he comported himself very well. Where yeah, I just mm-hmm. want to see him again. Uh, here, how about your girl Rocky Pennington getting it done? Raquel Pennington, unanimous decision win against Aspen Lad. Pretty. This one was not in doubt. No, Rocky looked good, man. I'm not, I'm not just talking about her tattoos. All right, um, that the head movement. How about that? I did not see that coming. Like yeah. I, I feel like. You know, she was just throwing shots her and tipping her head great. right, right away, like right the fuck. That's that's stuff that Aspen Ladd like should be doing. And she was, you know, whenever Aspen Ladd likes, tr- you know, trades with girls, she just stays there. She stays in front of them, yeah. and like you're gonna get hit, you know. So it creates for some drama and creates for some fun exchanges. And you know, you don't see women's MMA, you don't see that happen in women's MMA, especially at 135. You don't really see, you know, they they just trade. And Aspen Ladd once in a while. It doesn't. It's not a whole. You know, she won't do this all fight because she knows she get fucked up. But she'll do it once in a while, and she usually loses. And if, if you're if you're losing boxing exchanges to Rocky Pennington, no disrespect. She just she's thirty three, not young, not old, but she's been through a lot. Um, she have a kid, yeah, recently. I'm not sure. Maybe not. But she that she was not a part of the so research. Okay, yeah, <laughs> pregnancy research. Uh, <laughs> Fought, I mean, look, Holly Holm, Irene Aldana, GDR, Nunes, Tate, Betch Cohea, Holly Holm, you know, Andrade way back in the day. Roxy, you fight her back in the day. Your girl. Wow. Um, Kat Zingano in Invictus 3. Yeah. <laughs> Tanya Evinger, the actual, the other true wow. test. Um, wow. Ashley Evans Smith. But, no, she, she's just been around for a minute. Like, you know. And before this fight, I, I, I wasn't sure how she was going because she fought, you know, Renault and Kianzad and Macy Chizan is a fucking bum. So like, it's good to see her get a get a win on her under her belt. Good for her, man. That, that's what kind of how I felt afterwards. Where, hey, yeah, she she just she just went won another one where I I had it, I bet against her because I couldn't help it. What's that four in a row now? Now it's going to get real. What, what what are we doing next year for Rocky? What 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 are we putting her up against? She's got to be creeping into that you know title shot sort of territory soon. So maybe. I know Holly Holm. They're doing Aldana. I mean, there's nobody else. Like, who else is up? Yana Kunitskaya. She just lost to Aldana. Like, you know, there's really only Aldana, and Aldana fights when soon? Soon? Uh, I just I, saw it, her. Yeah, it's very, very soon. I believe. I should know when my wife fights. I should truly, but I. Yeah, you really should. Ah, you, you sound like a bad guy right now. Yeah. Well, what do we got it here? We have. Later. However, Aldana withdrew in late March for reasons and was replaced by UFC ban. So she was supposed to fight Aspen Ladd here. So, I, uh, yeah, so I guess maybe she doesn't have a fight. Well, th- this one only would make sense for her to fight you know, the woman that's replacing her. Who's Holly Holm? Um, Isn't Holly Holm uh, on, on the doc, uh, the book for somebody? So we're, we're, uh, we're sorry. Ronda Rousey? Yeah, she's fighting Ronda Rousey again. We're, we, we're just <laughs> letting you guys wait, know. She's fighting Macy. No, wait. Sorry. No, she was supposed to fight Macy, I believe. Somebody at 145, right? She's fighting Catlin Vieira, May 21st at uh, UFC Fight Night 206. I was thinking Norma Dumont. She's scheduled to girl. face Norma Dumont in October 16, 2021. That's where Ashley Ladd stepped in for her. She did back out because she was scared, it says here. She said, <laughs> I was very terrified of fight now. And I heard my so, phone ring and I knew. So the winner was. of Catlin Vieira and Holly Holm is going to fight for the title more than likely. If it's not, so if Holm wins. And Nunez gets her title back. I guess are they going to fight for a third time? You think Nunez and so maybe I guess maybe she'll have, Rocky's going to need one more just to stay busy. 
because it's not going to happen anytime soon. There's a lot going on at 130. There's nobody really good. Like, you know, (laughs) people are talking about Sarah McMahon and Rocky Pennington fighting for the number one contenders spot. Like, what fucking, what year are we in? Yeah. (laughs) Unbelievable. All right, so... Where am I at here? Let's get back to the the main We're event all here. Over the place. What, what's supposed to be happening in, in the main Mickey event? Gall. Mickey Gall and Mike Malott with a he puts him to, not to sleep sleep, but he he got he had, had him face he down. Face uh, Mickey Gall never a good bet to be honest. <laughs> I, I, I I hate me, to say I that, know. but I, I did fade him here. This is one of my like where I was going to pick Mickey Gall and I switched up at the last second because I just don't trust him and I'm glad I did. He looks good for portions of fights almost always, yeah. but <laughs> until until exactly until the something happens and something happened, and he took an L here. Mike Malott, I don't have much to say other than that. No, but I did like his post fight speech. Uh, was his friend's daughter had cancer? Yes, and he uh, he shouted her out. I think he he, so uh, he was going to give his money, and then Dana said he would he, he will uh, keep your money. I'll, I'll give whatever you were going to give, which is awesome. Yeah, for the for the you know bad day for the Dana White haters. Uh, also, yeah. I think he said, I think he said, uh, Mike Malott said a, a fan or a, somebody gave him like a big ass uh, envelope of money, which is awesome. That's kind of sick. Like, you know, the fact that, you know, obviously it's easy for anybody to do that that has money, but to, to actually just do that is fucking insane. Yeah. Um, not getting, like, he didn't even say your name. Like, you're not getting credit. You're just doing it because you want to help. Exactly. And, and he's person. Canadian. He, he's not American. Like, you know how Americans are, especially in Florida and Jacksonville. Like, you know, they don't give a fuck about you. If you, if you have a flag next to you or something, they'll just boo you. Yeah, um, which is funny because in the Peter Yavin fight they started chanting Peter, which you know that's how unlikable Aljamain Sterling though is. So, yeah. <laughs> one, that's what somebody said. You know, how how do you let how does a Russian get get you know his name chanted in in America against an American? Uh, they started chanting Peter, which is not his name. Peter, and then they started cha- and then like five minutes later they started chanting USA, USA. So it's like, what are you know what are we doing? I don't know who we're rooting for here. We're just chanting shit. Um, it's fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to Mike Malott. Um Honestly, you know, I thought he was, I, I thought he was going to be in some trouble. You know, Mickey Gall was bloodying him up, and if he went to the ground, he would have been fucked. Um, maybe not fucked, but I thought that's where Mickey Gall had the advantage. But uh, you know, he got the win. He, he flattened him, and I think you know he's probably you know we're tailing him in his, or we're fading him in his next fight. Um, okay, unless uh, unless it's Shaman Shamach, Shamachri again from the Contender Series, <laughs> whatever his name was. Um, but yeah, shout out to him. Alexio Linick did uh, what what I expected him to do and what everyone out there expected him to do. Took care of business against Jared Vander. Uh, 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 who well, tried to grapple with him. <laughs> I, I don't understand I don't know. why guys do this. They have too much confidence <laughs> in their grappling ability when you're literally fighting a guy who calls himself the boa constrictor. You're like... You it, you almost didn't make the heavyweight limit, and you think you should go down there with the boa constrictor. Yeah, and of course he swept them. That's, that's what he was going to do. He oh, that's what he wanted to do. That's what those guys do. They go to the ground that. with you, and they fucking want to flip you over. They don't care how they get on the ground. Get my ass on the ground. Go ahead, try. I dare you. It, and they go to the ground, and he fucking flips them over, and he grabs his neck and says, "Yeah, buddy, you're going to sleep." That was such a bully. I have a screenshot of him just – it's like he's not sitting on him, but he's sitting next to him in like an upward head, headlock, scarf hold, neck crank ordeal. It, it's so funny because Vandera is so big. Like he's a fat – he's a big dude. 
You know, he struggles to make 265, which is crazy. Um, He's a house. And he is. He is. He had him. He, like, he absolutely had him dead to rights. Yep. And then he said, you know, if I just sit on him and maybe ground and pound, he'll he'll die eventually. Which is true. If you're a black belt, Jared Vandera, I don't even, you know, he has belts that are black, but he's not a black belt. Like, that's not what he should have done. And slowly, like, it, it might have been the slowest sweep ever. Oh, yeah. Or whatnot. It, it, it happened in slow motion. And, you know, we just knew it was going to happen after that. Shout out to that guy sawing wood in the background, whatever, whatever's yeah, going on. Absolutely great. Using a fucking table saw. That's incredible. I, I appreciate I love when the police make an appearance or that guy with the table saw. It wasn't that loud, honestly, but it just, you could, the, the people loved, would love to know what that man is building. So, yeah, now, I mean, very easy for Mr. Mr. Olenek. Took care of business, did what he needed to do. Of course, he did that because, you know, people fade. Whenever you fade them, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And shout out to Alexi Olenek cashing my ticket. So, uh, quickly on these last two, Pierre Rodriguez beats Kay Hansen, who missed weight. Kay Hansen's time in the UFC is going to be close to coming to an end. Oh, it's uh, end. It's already over. Did they cut her yet? They did? Yeah, she has been relieved of her duties. As she should. She, uh, she has a couple other options to fall back on. Law school. Um, OnlyFans. Yeah, among... Um, <laughs> <laughs> she actually does OnlyFans, so I'm not just she, saying she that. She does. Um, I went down the rabbit hole. She didn't show anything. So if you subscribe, you're uh, – you're, maybe, maybe, maybe that changed. Corny. No, I, listen. I, <laughs> I it's for the podcast, people. right? It was for you, you were it just was trying for, to – My research included this. Oh, right? okay. So right. maybe maybe more better content will come Okay. okay. this loss. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, maybe she <laughs> – well, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Let's not, we're not going to um, talk about that. That's for another day. I like day. Kay Hansen. I like her. All right. She's young. She's, she's cute. She's sweet. At the very beginning of her career, I thought she looked good. Like, I thought, you know, she beat, she put that uh, armbar triangle on Jenny Fry in the third round. I was like, wow, she got a finish in the UFC? Like, maybe she'll be good. Uh, you know, clearly, that, that didn't work. She lost the next three to three. Just really bad. I mean, Corey McKenna, Jasmine Jostavicious, and Pierre Rodriguez. Yeah, it's God, not, man, not a good is... list of names. Julio, how <laughs> That's about, bad. How about Julio Arce and Daniel Santos? Another d- dominant and just kind of decisive victory here. Uh, yeah, I thought this was a bad m- matchup in the beginning. Yeah. I thought Santos was didn't have, he just wasn't ready. That was UFC 273, baby. Uh, let's see. Yeah. I don't have the – I did want to find out who, who – what, 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 what they give out awards-wise. I think Volk got 50K. Uh, I know Burns, Burns, got his, got 50K, yeah, Burns got his money as and well. Olenek, and Olenek got 50K. That's it. Really? Yep. I love Only uh, three bonuses, I guess, or two performance and then the fight. And that was UFC 273. What would you give a uh, letter grade? I gave it like a C minus. Uh, yeah, like a C. Solid C. All right. I like that. Uh, did you want to let's I, I let's talk about Bellator first since that's going to be the night and that's uh, the bigger event in my opinion. I don't think really think yeah. it's an opinion. It's AJ McKee and Patricio Pitbull is the best fight that Bellator can probably make or, or offer you as a fan, and it's a fight I want to see. I want to fight and watch AJ McKee fight all the time. Eighteen and zero. I would love to see him and Volkanovski fight one day. I love that they're kind of like you know talking shit about each other. That's great. Pitbull, yeah. uh, Pitbull ain't no joke either. But I get. What, you think we're going to get a, a similar uh, outcome of last time? 
Yeah, I think, you know, McKee was plus money last time, and now seeing him at minus 350, it's fucking nuts. I, you know, you'll never get pitbull at this uh, at this value ever. So if you take him or if you bet him, I don't blame you. But, you know, McKee might look minus 800. He might come out, and I, I don't know if you should strike with him the whole time, but I, I don't know. Eventually, I think it doesn't matter. I think he's going to uh, get his back and choke him out. Um, maybe knock him out, ground a pound. Either way, I think one of those two, I think I think he's going to finish him again. Uh, we'll see though. I mean, I could easily see Pitbull winning. I mean, he's, you know, he was the best until last fight. Now I think he might be a little, a little forgotten. So I'm with you. Uh, Just give me, I'm trying to create in my head, create a little parlay here and looking at some different things. I like AJ McKee minus 300. I don't know. I don't like any sort of finish prop or anything like that. I don't know if a submission's going to happen again or yeah. Submissions 200. TKO is plus 195 and points is plus 400. So really uh they just think it's going to happen inside this and they just they don't know how either so that's yeah. that's what the odds tell you you're taking a shot on either one i i guess i would probably play like just a money line parlay or an inside the distance parlay with this and uh, i think nemkov gets it done i i yeah, guess I i'm a Corey nemkov. anderson hater but i i just i i believe in nemkov I, I think he's fucking tough man and he and he's got all the skills nemkov's legit man I'm a big Nemkov guy, man. He's only 29. Like he went, um, you know, he, what did Corey Anderson do? He beat uh, Melvin Manhoof. Yes. <laughs> he beat that Yaksha Muradov guy, and he beat Ryan Bader, who's cooked. Uh, Nemkov already cooked him. So, like, I truly don't know what Ryan uh, Corey Anderson does here. Does he try to strike with Vladimir Nemkov? He probably gets or Vadim. He probably gets absolutely starched. And if he goes to the ground, you know, he's he's going to get submitted. I think easily. Um, he's going to try to try to grind out Nemkov, take him down, and just sit, sit on him, or get him against a clinch. I don't know. I don't, I don't see a path to victory here. I know he, Nemkov's minus one seventy, but I feel like he should be like minus five hundred. I just love I love Nemkov. So maybe call me a bias, call me whatever. Give me Nemkov, huh? and then we have Aaron Pico is fighting as well. He's minus like twelve hundred. Yeah, he's he's going to smoke that guy. Yeah, the guy is one. This Adley Edwards fella. So yeah, but I mean, he's got a bunch of knockouts, I think. So you know, we'll see. There you go. Uh, <laughs> and Aaron Pico likes to. He's the guy who likes to fire as well. Anything else you really yeah. want to talk about on this? Um, no. Tim really Johnson's see... back on the main card, unfortunately. Yeah, um, I mean, come on. Rafael Carvalho is fighting that Yaksha Muradov guy on the on the prelims. Yeah. Um. Who else? Who else? There's a zero and three Gracie. <laughs> That we were talking about. What else? No. Yeah. Bell tour. We got our we got our we got our monthly bell tour fixed. There you go. We'll talk about him again when uh when fucking Liz Carmouche gets her title shot next. This weekend's UFC. Let's get into that. Luke and Muhammad two. Uh, I believe Luke won the first fight. Yeah, a minute fifteen knocked out, knocked him out. Okay, I I will have to go back. I did not watch that uh, that fight. I think it was twenty six. It was uh, the Connor Eddie uh, undercard. Oh, okay. Then actually, I do remember that now. But I, Muhammad stunk then. It's crazy. It's, he was not. He got he got hit and he kind of just like died. It was really weird. It is crazy how that it happens like that. It just how you were like, oh wow, this guy is booty, and then he just becomes somehow like uh, something like a switch flicks and he just becomes like elite, even though he's only lost two UFC yeah. fights. It's just, I guess you see like a guy do something like that one time. And you're like, Oh, he stinks, but he just had a bad night. He got like, he got caught, you know, it's not like, mm-hmm. 
So if you if if Al, it was the first time you ever saw Aldo fight and he you see him get knocked out by Connor in that you know what it was thirteen whatever how many seconds it's like wow that guy stinks when that's could yeah. not be farther from the truth. <laughs> so in this in this winning streak he has a win over the elite Curtis Millinder, the elite Takashi Saito Sato Sato sorry rear naked choked him. Lyman Good shout out to Lyman Good I used to think he was good. Uh, I mean, did that sound like that? Diego Lima. Yeah, I thought he won that fight. All right. Oh, Lyman Good? Good. Yeah, he. he <laughs> I don't. You know what? Now I do kind of somewhat remember that, but I. It's a little concerning though. If you, if I, when you do MMA math, that he wasn't able to finish Diego Lima. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I think he's been yeah. finished by a lot of people, and then that fight somehow got him in a Leon Edwards fight. I remember it was kind of like a quick turnaround. Uh, Leon Edwards was supposed to fight. I forget who. It was like a month. I think. Leon Edwards was supposed to fight somebody uh, like highly ranked. Uh, oh, Chimaev. That's right. Chimaev. Yeah. And then the COVID yeah, thing happened. COVID. And they just put him in there with anybody. And then he fights Damian Maya, which is a huge win. And, and the Wonder Boy was a dominant performance. Yeah. I just, I just thought Wonder Boy was cooked. You know? I just like it, Luke, it, it, though. Like, that's what it, com- it comes down to. I think Luke's better. Yeah. I, Luke's the goods, man. I don't know. He's minus 182. Let's see if he's still the same. Uh, oh, Bellator, it's not, it's not where I want to be. I, I just think he's better everywhere. I think he, I, I think you give him 25 minutes. I don't see how he doesn't finish, uh, finish ball. I like Bilal. You know, I think he's, I think he's awesome. Like he's very good follow on Twitter. He knows his shit. Like when you put him in the, on the booth, on the set, he fucking, he's awesome. I mean, Chiesa are pretty good. Um, he's just a likable guy, but I, I don't see, you know, he's going to have to wrestle Luke a, and he's going to have to just stand on top of him. And hope he doesn't get darsed. Uh, like, you know, I, I think Bilal's, what, what's going to happen is he's going to get beat up on the feet for a little bit. Maybe not the, maybe not in the first or second, but eventually he's going to shoot. And he's going to shoot very desperately. And it's very, as soon as somebody shoots desperately, that's the easiest way to get that darse. And, you know, Vincente Luque's darse is incredible. So I, I just see him cinching up the darse after he gets Bilal, you know, trying to do something he shouldn't do. Three three darts in a row, um, pack them up. Yeah, I like I really like Luca here, really a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. And I I think inside the distance is not a bad bet if you can get it at a reasonable number. I don't know what I'm trying to find. Luca wins I inside got the distance plus one ten. Yeah, so I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, um, I I would throw him in a parlay. See, yeah, this is when you start getting dangerous in my mind. <laughs> This is when the double chance comes. Oh boy, double Air chance is also plus ten. <laughs> double chance, dude. Uh, no, I think I think just inside the distance is safe. I, I truly don't see how Bilal goes twenty five minutes with this guy unless he's just backing up the whole time. I don't know. So I think we have yeah. No, I, I just think Luke is the better fighter. He's going to put more pressure on him, and he's going to run. He's going to hurt him somehow. Yes. What uh, the interesting co-main event choice here? I guess that's what shows you what's going on here. Cayo uh, Barrero, I believe is how you say this gentleman's name. He's from the Contender Series. I remember watching him fight. He got turned down the first time, and then came yeah. back and won. Which, you know, and he lost. He lost a grappling match to that guy, Jelton Almeida, who's a fucking savage Monster. dude. I yeah. cannot <laughs> wait to watch that. Scary. Guy. He beat the shit out of that guy that day. Uh, what, <laughs> is, what was his name? Um, uh, Marquez, Danilo Marquez. He beat Danilo Marquez. That's Kendra Luss's dude. Kendra Luss's boy. Is it really? I think so. <laughs> no, isn't that that's the Cuban Missile Crisis, dude? Oh yeah, come on, that's, man. That's right. 
Sorry. Listen to the pod, Sorry. bro. No, I'm just kidding. I don't listen to that <laughs> shit, dude. Uh, shout out to Kendra Lost, though. Honestly, love your work. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan. Love, love your work. Uh, Andre, <laughs> no, nah, I'm, I'm skipping. Uh, I, I don't like the odds here. I, it's right down uh, the middle. Uh, and this Russian yeah. gentleman whose name I will, I am not going to attempt. That's all on you. So, Godzi, yeah, it's interesting. Omar Godzi, Omar Godziev. Omar Godziev. Oh, he he looks he looks scary, dude. Omar God. So they got Bahio at plus one ten. I like Bahio. I think Bahio is the better fighter. I think he's he's. I watched his um his last two fights. Um, I don't think any of them were good. That dude, Aaron uh, Jesse Murray, definitely wasn't good, but. You know who's this? Uh, you know who's Omar Godziev fought. Um, you know I watched on the Contender Series. He fought that Yancey Silva, who was one small and two garbage, like not good. Um, before that, you know six and four, seventeen and eight, zero and zero, three and three. You know, obviously um, in Russia he wasn't fighting anybody good. He wasn't even in any of the main Russian uh, organizations. I don't see him in any of these, like ACA or ACB or anything. ACC, ACQ. He wasn't anywhere. I don't know who he like. Truly, I don't know where he was or who he was fighting. Fight but, riot, counterattack. Yeah, yeah. Also, he um, he has he has pro losses that don't count as losses. Like if you look at his amateur results on Tapology, a lot of his three of his amateur losses happened as he was while he was a pro. Uh, he was eight zero and he fought uh, this dude Dennis Marr and he got knocked the fuck out cold in this tournament. But they, for some reason they they didn't count it as like. So he's twelve. He's thirteen and zero, but truly, a couple fights ago, he got fucking smoked. So I think he's a fraud. Um, Bahio could be also. I don't know. Let me go back and watch when he when he fought this one dude. It was it was kind of boring. He was just he was against him on the cage and kind of grappling, clinched him up. I think he could do that. But when I saw him fight uh, Jesse Murray, man, he had his straight left is quick. Like he has quick hands from the southpaw stance. I like him a lot. I, I don't know about his gas tank, but truthfully. I, I don't want to like act like he's fighting. Uh, you know what, what division is that? 170. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm looking at the 185. I'm looking at the card that he lost. That um, that that fucking he got knocked out. There was 38 fights, and they were fighting in Guadalajara, <laughs> dude. Uh, it's day one of the European Championships, but it's an MM. I don't understand. I'm trying to understand what this event is. <laughs> You can get in for twenty euros. So it looks euros, like these girls. So it looks like at the top, this girl fought twice, and she, all right, hold on. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. I'm now looking at what you're looking at, and I see people fighting back to back, but they lost back to back like that. It's like a tournament right, of some on. sort, I guess, but they're fighting six, six minute rounds. And this guy got cooked, and this happened early on in cooked. the day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, dude, this is crazy. Like, Wait, what goes on it? in other countries? Dude, this is insane. I can't even. I can't even find this guy. There's guys from all over the world fighting on this thing. So, very <laughs> bizarre. I'm learning. I learn shit every day here when I do this podcast. Let's get back to the what's. Um, uh, give me Bahero. All right, I'm. I'm with yeah. you. Give me Kyle. Uh, <laughs> give me Kyle. Give me um. Give me Cal Bahio. Cal Bahio. I don't know. I just. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know anymore. G- right. Give it to uh, me. Give me him. Plus. Plus one ten. Honestly, I I think that's easy money. But yeah, I'll just I'll take. The, I don't know how I'll it's gonna wrong. happen, but yeah, that, that, I just this no, isn't I, one. I'm like sixty percent, sixty five percent confident because this Russian dude could just come out and roll him up like it, it's where you're like, whoa, what? what that Barallo's happened really quick. Knee. He has a very good jump knee, so watch out for that. What do we like here? 
Baeza trying to get back on the horse two straight since his uh, 10-0 start, fighting Andre Falaho, who's not an easy night out under any circumstance. I mean, I mean, uh, he was getting hit by everything by Perrin. He just kept walking through it. Yeah, uh, I, I think he's slow though. No, he, he is slow. Like no, he can be. He can definitely be hit, and he can he can be finished. So, uh, I, but if I you're gonna let him let him hang around, Baeza, you know, he's, he's lost two in a row. But I I thought they were fine. You know, Ponzinibbio and Chaos. He was in the Chaos Williams until the very very end. That guy's really. I mean, that that dude is huge and it's so hard. Ponzinibbio is a good fight. Uh, I still like Baez. I think he. I think he's got the goods. Um, Fialo's okay. He's just you know. I'm taking Fialo. Uh, you taking Fialo? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Not I think with, he's tough. He's with 55 percent confidence. All right, 55 is better than, than zero. Uh, but coming off that loss to Pereira, I you know I just didn't see much from. Him. He did have a, a knockout win over Stefan uh, Stefan Sekulich uh, in UA. UAE Warriors, I think, was in the UFC. So also James Vick knocked out James Vick. Not that that's really uh, hard to do, but he did it. And his losses are against good guys. For yeah, the, he fought Curtis in PFL, I think. Yeah, uh, and um, somebody in LFA, Cheaty and Bellator. Yeah, like literally, he's fought good fighters in everywhere he's been. So, um, yeah, Baez has got to watch himself because I know he's older, but he's definitely uh, less 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 experienced. What do we got here? My, Myra Buenasilva and Yan, uh, Wu Yanan, I believe. Yeah, one thirty-five. Yeah, is, yeah. Oh, fuck. God damn it, dude. I, I'm fading uh, Yanan. Not, not, I don't feel good about that though. I don't like Myra Buenasilva. Yeah, I don't. I don't love Myra Buenasilva. Um, but at minus five hundred, it's like fat. That's too much. But yeah, that's, that's uh, this is, just stay away. I don't know. Just stay away. This is a parlay piece if you really want to go down that road. Uh, stay. Uh, truthfully, truthfully, I think she, I think she should win inside the distance. I think. Uh, oh wow! It's, okay. It's not something. I just don't trust her to, count on. to finish it. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't count on it, but you More know, Yanan's she, bump. She, she, she did her last win against Marbrell. She armbarred her. She armbarred Jillian Robertson. Uh, she has a ninja choke on her resume. Like, you know, I think Yanan Wu is garbage. I mean, she got outstruck, just dominated by Jocelyn Edwards, which is just, you know, woof. Mizuki Inoue, I mean, she lost to Mizuki Inoue. Come on, man. She lost to Gina Mazzani. She lost to Gina Mazzani. She lost Cat. to her. She, Here we go. Ring the alarm. We're going <laughs> big time. This is our bet of the day. This is the hot take hot box bet of the day. <laughs> Myra Buena Silva inside the distance plus one sixty. Mark it down. Honestly, I like her by sub at plus two sixty five. Oh yeah, if you want to get spicy, I I think she just uh, gets under the gets under the chin or or just grabs one of the arms. I'm sure she can do that in her fucking sleep. She lost to Gina Mazzani. That's that's all you have to say. What up? Exactly. Not enough said. She's lost two in a row. Uh, she was supposed to fight Josiah Nunez. You know, I think little Nunez would have gave her something if she would have fought her. She's lucky uh, that didn't happen. Um, yeah, I think Myers, you know, it's a huge, huge price, but I mean, it's obviously warranted. Yanawu is not UFC level. Myra Buena Silva, training with Cyborg, she says is the best she's ever felt. Wow. Um, Here we go, so, dude. Double, yeah, this scary. is a double unit play. Double unit play. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
No, actually, I'm no, serious. So inside the distance, now that you say it, like, what am I talking about? Minus 500. Yeah. We're, we're not playing inside the distance. That's like our that's our lock play every time. Yeah. Anytime someone's <laughs> minus five, I don't care who it is. So I don't trust my Buena Silva. But now that you remember, I forgot that Yanan <laughs> lost to Gina Mazzani. Lost to Gina Mazzani. That's, and that is our ultimate play of the day, sponsored by, there you go, that could be you. So hit me up. Sabatini. This is a this is one personal to the to the to the podcast to everyone out there. Yep. We are huge fans of Pat Sabatini. He's minus five hundred, one of the biggest favorites on the card against TJ Laramie. I believe you think what I'm think what I what I think think plus <laughs> one forty, one seventy five, one sixty, Pat Sabatini to win by submission. Yeah, I like that a lot. I'm thinking thinking what you're thinking, thinking, thinking. I think, I think, think, <laughs> I think it's gonna happen easily, like, re- like really quick. Maybe, maybe they stand, they stand for a little bit, uh, but as soon as it gets to like that kind of, you know, it goes that way, he's doing. I mean, you know, plus eight hundred to win by TKO, plus one sixty to win by submission. Oh yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm surprised it's not like closer to even money. Uh, you know, I'm surprised that and uh, decision aren't switched. I don't think TJ Laramie is really ready um, for Pat Sabatini's pressure and ground game and finishing. Ability. Derek Minner set, you know, guillotined him within like a minute. And, you know, Derek Minner will do that to everybody. However, you know, seeing that happen, it's not, it's not, it's not what you want to see. It's not great. He has been knocked out a couple times too, TJ Laramie on a TKO fighting scene by the same guy, Alex Morgan. Shout out to, uh, the retired soccer player, Alex Morgan. The chess she, master. Uh, yeah. Not, the chess master she, looks like he hasn't missed a day in the gym though, dude. <laughs> oh my lord. Yeah, he is yoked huge. up, dude. Holy How, he's a tri-star. He's pretty good, dude. He, his last win was Baba Banuji Jajanajanambi. Yeah, that guy. Let's, t- so. let's take a look at this guy. Oh, my <laughs> God. Whoa. His nickname is Zeus. Zeus. Zeus is from uh, – they say he's fighting out of France, but he has an interesting Shout guy. out to Zeus. Zeus the dog. Shout out to Zeus the dog. Nah. He appears on my Snapchat a lot. Uh, but this Zeus fighter is not good. Back to TJ Laramie, though. I think he's going to get finished. I don't know when, but as soon he's as Sabatini the country wants of Togo, to... by the way. I don't know. Togo? Yeah. That's not real. Hey, uh, not I'm real. telling you it's real. Don't disrespect <laughs> what's going on there. Um, after I saw my boy Jamal Emmers get heel hooked in the most gross way ever. Uh, it's a republic. I, um... It's a republic. Yeah. <laughs> Say that. There's a country in West Africa. It's bordered by Ghana, all right? So let, let's get back to the. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm discussing <laughs> African countries right now. Go ahead. On our uh, history. Uh, yeah, geography here. sort of. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're, this is when you, what happens when you start talking about the regional scene. I get all amped up, man. It gets gross. It get, No, it gets fun, though. We love it. It's just a bunch of rabbit holes that don't end. But I got Sabatini, rear naked choke, heel hook, one of the two. Lock it up. Pack them up. Yeah. Give it to us. We're, we're in there. Uh what what is inside the distance? It's plus one hundred. So if that's if you're too scared, if that can stay around plus one twenty, that might even yeah. be worth it to give you a little security. If say he TKOs him or you know like a ground and pound where he can't finish him and he just kind of cracks yeah. or something like that. But I think the submission is the move. His ground game is just yeah. disgusting. He's too big too. I think he's he's got a couple inches of reach. He's got a couple inches of height. I think he's just too big, too dominant. Yeah, trying not to yawn, but I just did. So I think he uh, rear naked choke or gating. 
We're all going. in. We're something. And we're rooting for you, Pat. Don't even care what the odds say. We, we, 205 we, affiliated. Let's go. Philly, Philly uh, Daniel Gracie, you fucking black belt. I, I'm a savage. Young blood. Uh, I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. But Munir Laziz, <laughs> uh, Angelusa, who is your favorite fighter in the UFC. Yeah. What do the odds say here? What do they tell you? Because I can't ha- I don't see it right now because I always click these props. Plus 165 for Angelusa. Minus 200 um, for Munir Laziz. If I can find it. Uh, yeah, I like Laziz here. Um, uh, I don't know. I, I I just think it's easy. I don't know. You know, this guy Lusa might get some takedowns. I think that's what he's going to have to do. Um, the last ninja. He's the only one left. He's the absolute last one. Well, he should fight he, uh, the last style bender, and we'll see. <laughs> he did. He did beat John Howard. Um, like last week, I think. That's crazy. I, I knew it was recent, but I didn't know it was like last week. Yeah, um, the second. Wow, <laughs> April second. Jesus Christ! Two weeks ago. So he beat John Howard. Uh, that's a quick turnaround. Um, it's, it's an impressive win, but John, John Howard's also like you know cooked. Jack Della oh, Maddalena. Talking about Doomsday. Yeah. Um, I think Lusa made Jack Maddalena look like you know a champion. I like Della Maddalena, but you know the on the on the contenders on the contender series fight, uh, Lusa didn't look good. I don't I don't really think he's that good. I think uh, Lizez runs through him. Tbh. Yep, uh, and I'm riding that as well. Minus was it two hundred? You said. Uh, yeah, two ten. Two ten. Give me Manier Lizez. Uh, I don't think there's an inside-the-distance prop yet. With about 55% confidence again. Devin Clark, a guy who... uh, This is an awful fight. This is happening at heavyweight. I'm saying that. Is that correct? Yeah. Whatever. (laughs) Whatever, dude. Uh, William Knight, who's probably let himself go at this point. He's tired of cutting weight. Against his dad. Devin Clark is going to wrestle, right? He he is a wrestling gentleman. He's going to try. He's going to try to. I don't know if anybody can wrestle. William Knight... With like an unlimited weight program, I don't know. Like <laughs> that's scary. What that's are the, a big odds would tell you that Devin Clark is the favorite. I imagine they think he's just going to wrestle. I'm telling you guys, do not bet this fight. Do not bet this fight. Don't, yeah, absolutely do not. not. Bet this fight. I don't even know if I <laughs> do not bet this fight. Okay, I'm not kidding. I'm going to make a pick <laughs> because there are degenerates out there that you can't. You don't hear that first part I just said. But I'll yeah. say it again. <laughs> Do not bet this fight, okay? William Knight, though. I'm going with William Knight. There you uh, go. Bet this fight. <laughs> no. Do not bet this fight. I might not even bet this fight. I'm probably not going. I'm telling you right Come now. Come on. I'm you can't say I might. Not going. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not betting. I will bet this fight, but I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm not betting this fight. I will bet William Knight, though, at the time. Because I refuse. Honestly. Anyone who's younger at all here, I was becking. Listen, I don't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't know. Plus one hundred forty-five against Devin Clark moving up. Uh, you know, where's the value on Devin Clark? I guess he can wrestle him, but William Knight, you know, at two sixty, that's a that's a big dude. He yes. might be able to knock Devin Clark out with his third leg. Like wow. So Heater. give me William. Give me William Knight TKO. I uh, you know I think his power. He has power. Obviously, I don't think he's very good, but he does definitely has power in it. I can't. I, I can imagine he. You know, he carries it with him to it uh, to wherever he weighs in. At. I think they weighed in today. Uh, I don't know what, what's Devin Clark going to do again. You know, he, sure he can wrestle, but Young Young Kudalaba is a good wrestler. You know, he couldn't wrestle him. 
I don't think that, uh, that, uh, William Knight's a better wrestler, but he's you know, massive. He's just a massive human being. Um, he wrestled Alonzo Menafield. He had some success there. Menafield and uh, William Knight are two just not good fighters. So I, it, it's just a heavyweight part that really just makes me very hesitant. So, like you said, do not bet this fight. William do not Knight, bet this fight. TK. William Knight, TK, do not bet this fight. Plus 350. Unbelievable. Uh, Penny, <laughs> that dabble with that. All right, I, there you go. If you want to bet the fight, dabble on the uh, TKO, okay? Uh, <laughs> or Devin Clark decision because that's probably what it'll be if it's the other way. If that's yeah, really, if you think yeah. that if you have a hate against William Knight, which I would not blame you, that would be your bet. Lena Landsberg, your girl, fighting Penny yep. Kianzad. This your is girl. a two Swedes, two Swedes going at it. This is a uh, civil war sort of situation here. But who do you got? Yeah, sw- you got Penny Kianzad. Two Swedish girls, dude. I want to be the judge of this fight. Um, I mean the ref. I got. Yeah, Lena Landsberg's like I think ninety five. I think she turns tomorrow. Yeah, congratulations. Um, so I got Penny. I got I got I got Banzai. She actually beat she actually beat Lena Landsberg in two thousand twelve. She knocked her out. Um, way back in the day, Trophy MMA. Who was on this card? Surely there's. Uh, I, we can't we can't see. Can't find out. If you know who was on this card, let us know. Uh, um, yeah, I think you know Lena Landsberg's just old. She's so old. If it wasn't for, uh, you know, maybe not close, but a, a decently close fight with Raquel Pennington, Kianza would be on like a five, six fight winning streak. Um, she takes care of girls that she should. Uh, you know, Julia Avila was a little bit of a, a tough test that she lost. Uh, I can't get the Macy Jason loss out of my head, but I'm, I'm just going to say it was on the ultimate fighter, so it doesn't count. But it does count because it was on the finale. But whatever. Anyway, Lena Landsberg pretty much just cooked. 40 years old. Uh, the elbow queen, she just lost to Sarah McMahon in a not really close fight. The Kunskaya fight wasn't that close. Her last two wins, Jason Tanya Avenger, Gina Mazzani. Uh, I think she, it, it's probably a time for her to go. You know, I think she's overstayed her welcome. Uh, I wonder what Penny inside the distance. I don't, I wouldn't trust her to like get a finish because it just seems like she's just decision, 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 decision. But, you know. Plus 330. It's plus four hundred KO plus, minus plus three fifty inside the distance. Yeah, I probably won't play that just because, like, you know, are you really going to gamble on Panny Kianzad getting a finish? Like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah, when, um, you, when you look at all of her fights and she hasn't finished anyone in like yeah nine years. But you know, I think the last finish might have been Landsberg. So I don't know. Uh, it's just the fact that she's super old. I I, I don't like it at all. Uh, give me Penny Kianzad decision, but I could truthfully seeing her see her like you know wilt and just kind of like submit her somehow or finish her somehow. She did ground and pound Megan Van Hootem, uh, who retired after this, but she <laughs> yeah I did see why ground and pound her in 2014. So that was eight years ago. I don't know if that's something you guys really want to bet. I'm not telling. I am not under good conscience going to tell you to bet that. But that's probably what you should, you know, because uh, give me, give me, I'm, I'm gonna pick it. I don't care. What, what fuck it. Uh, <laughs> this is just we, we, this is one of those cards. We're gonna lose our money early, or we're gonna have some some fun chips to play around with towards the end. Give me Kianzad inside the distance plus three fifty. Bang. Let's fucking go. Pack lean up. Elbow queen's gonna get elbowed. Uh, yeah, we're gonna be broke, dude. We're going to be bro- big-time yeah, broke going Lord. into this final ride. <laughs> oh, shit. 
Brandon Jenkins, Brandon, the human highlight reel Jenkins is fighting Drakar close. Close, minus yeah. 650, 700, 715 on some of these websites. Yeah, I'll take that. But I'm not I'm uh, not betting it straight up. Like he's a parlay piece, but I'm I don't yeah. he should finish him too, but <sighs> I don't know. That he should, but Jakar Close can't even finish his dinner. So like I don't know I don't know if he can truly No, seriously. He hasn't got a finish since fucking uh, you know, Alejandro Garcia at WFF twenty three Wild Horse Pass Casino Fights. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I truly, you know, I don't know. On that card was a bunch of guys that I don't know. Couldn't finish um, his dinner. He can't. He can't finish it. When, when when he eats, he can't finish it. He just he has to take some home with him. On my notes, I have one I word next to I love bringing a box Jane. home, though, man. Uh, it's some, <laughs> you know, maybe call me soft, yeah. but, you know, hey, sometimes you like a little, no. little snack for later. There's nothing wrong with leftovers, okay? There's nothing wrong with it, especially, like, a couple days. I'm, I'm at that point in my life. But if you're, um, if you're betting me to finish finish my meal on, on time and you're always losing your money, <laughs> you're probably going to stop betting that. Yeah, I don't I don't think he's going to finish that burger over there. He looks like he's full. Um, I have one word next to Brandon Jenkins in my notes. Bum. So, <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he has a chance here. I know he has the nickname Human Highlight Reel, but I think he gave that to himself. <laughs> Truthfully, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Um. <laughs> oh man, I was not. <laughs> Once you said I have one more, I knew it was going to be bummed. Just uh, Brandon Jenkins does not deserve that. He does not deserve that. He has fought a great career, uh, yeah, spanning yeah, all over caged aggression, thirty in twenty twenty one. Austin Austin Tweedy was uh, put him in put him to sleep a couple years ago. So. He was the main event. He fought a man named Aaron Mitchell, and he won a five-round decision to win the 165 catchweight championship belt. The catchweight, <laughs> yeah, that, the uh, catchweight championship at caged aggression. Yeah, when I was at that day wow. at my uh, my boys' fight, they did a catchweight championship fight, and I was like, "That's the fakest shit!" Like, that's uh, not you yeah. just made that <laughs> up. Like, that the <laughs> yeah, like that's like the giving up the BMF <laughs> title. It's like what. I, you yeah. just made that. We I, have. Yeah, like how? Who do you we defend have. that against? Can like a big pig come in and be like, "Yeah, meet me at fucking 280. You're like, "Wait, does what? Gabby Garcia come in and say, "I want the belt"? Like, what happens? Yeah, is it the twenty four seven belt in WWE when you can just fucking defend it anywhere? Meet them anywhere. Yeah, if the fight you at um, your house. Yeah, Brand Jenkins got finished by Zhu Rong in his last fight. You know how I feel about Zhu Rong. If I ever see him in the streets, it's fucking on site. Uh, I'm taking his Tesla. I'm taking, <laughs> I'm taking his Tesla right fucking from him if he has one. Uh, he, no, I got yeah, I got um, I got Brand Jenkins not winning. Snatcher. Yeah, he's not winning this fight. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. All right, so you think Jesse Ronson's losing to Rafa Garcia? So no, uh, Rafa Garcia. I could have I. <laughs> <laughs> I have one word. It's not the same word. I have one word next to Rafa Garcia. Cooked. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, he's not old or anything. He's just not good. Um, I could have put bum, but I, I don't want to be repetitive. Uh, he didn't finish Natan Levy. You know, Natan Levy, you know, that's about all, uh, all I got to say. That Jesse Ronson, uh, he hasn't fought at 155 for a while. So I think he's at 170. So, he, you know, he's bigger. Uh, the weight cut might fuck him over. He's thirty six. What was his last fight? Dolby. 
Did he? Yeah. I think he that choked was him out. No contest, which I'm not sure what happened there. Who know? Who knows what happened? But I, I'm gonna assume. I'm gonna assume he won. Uh, two rear naked chokes in a row. Um, I don't know what. I don't know what Rafa Garcia is really gonna do. Like, I think he's gonna be. I think he's gonna show up. I think he's gonna walk into the ring. But other than that, I don't think. Like, I don't, what's he gonna do? So he couldn't finish Eric Gonzalez. He couldn't finish Humberto Bondanai. Uh, you know, he's another guy that when he goes out to eat, he has to get a two take on boxes. So, oh, <laughs> I don't. Uh, yeah, I got Ronson. I, when's the last time he fought? Actually, though, I don't know. I don't care. Uh, Rafa Garcia is pretty bad. Let he's just, like, you know, <clears throat> let me go out there and tell level. everyone: do not bet this fight. Do not there bet this fight. Do not bet this fight. So, <laughs> give me Ronson. They have it like down, like down the middle. Which I think, honestly, I think you should bet this fight, though. I think so. I think you should take Ronson money line. I think that works. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why are Alexander Volkov and Jarzino Rosenstruck going to set to are set to headline June fourth UFC event? I am going oh to find God. anything else but watching <laughs> MMA to do that day, dude. I would rather watch reruns of Drive, whatever the fuck that show is called, where Guy Fieri drives all over the place and eats food. What is that? Diners, drive-ins, and dives, dude? There you go. Got that out of my fucking brain. Would you rather rather watch, what's the televangelist that sells out MSG more than the Knicks do? Would you rather watch Joel Osteen or would you rather watch... Rosenstroik and Volkov? I'd rather watch uh, Volkov and Rosenstroik just because that's... I know it's... That's tough, man. Hey, maybe you need to believe maybe we can in yourself. Get if you love yourself, God will love you. Yeah, I, I think I know July fourth. Oh, we can't do this on Good I Friday. Know, I <laughs> I know the fourth of July is a thing, and it's July fourth. But maybe for this one, we have to make it June fourth, so that we have something to do and we don't have to watch. Funny enough, though, Dana Ige Mozar Evelov is on that card. It's a good. Yeah, fight. so it's like I, boy, that's what I hate, though, dude. I have to tune in. And then I'm already invested, so I watch this this disgusting main event that happens. And you mean I, to tell me you don't want to watch Andres Mikolaitis and Renat Fuck to Renanoff? Oh God! Fuck Renanoff. Yeah. Or Abu 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 Supion <laughs> Magomedov. Fuck right off, dude. Okay, I, I don't want anything to do with this nonsense. We let's get out. Let's keep going. Let's dude. talk to Rafa Garcia. Let's talk about it. no. Let's talk about the people's main event. This is Martin it. Martin Budai and Chris Barnett. Chris, uh, does he have a nickname? Beast Boy. I thought Beast Biggie Boy, uh, Huggy yeah. Huggy Bear, and uh, don't forget Huggy Beast Bear. He's from USF. Five and eight, dude. That's he's he's he's, he's, fr- he's from Tampa. He's he went to USF. So shout out to Tampa. Shout out to the three one three. I think that's what. Maybe not the seven two seven's much better. He's but a- shout shout to Tampa. Shout out to USF. Shout out to the Bulls. Shout out to uh, Charlie Strong and uh, Marlon Mack. But. Chris Barnett, it's 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 time he uh, it's time for him to get put out. I think he's like five seven. This Budai guy, I don't think this Martin Budai is like probably that good. If we're being honest, like he might you know he might be selling like Slovakian hot dogs in a couple months. But I think you know he's six five, six four. He looks like a monster next to Barnett, like towering over him. Um, and his Lorenzo Hood fight on the Contender Series, he he kind of just sat against the cage and then he need him, knocked him out. Uh, I think I don't. I, I think honestly, this is this is going to be an ugly, gross grind against the cage, nasty affair. So I think the over one and a half is the, at plus money is the is is the move. Sadly, taking the over in a heavyweight fight is so fucking risky. 
I mean, Jesus. Um, that's my pick. I, I got Budai decision um, over one and a half. I, I really like that over. It just it comes with a caveat, but at plus money, I think I think it can hit. I don't, you know, uh, Barnett almost went to the second round, or uh, Budai almost went to the second round against Lorenzo Hood. He did go to the second round, almost the third against Camille Minda. You know, I don't know who any of these guys are. These guys are for heavyweights. Him and Barnett have a history of going uh, deep fish fights. So t- give me the over, dude. Wow, I was yeah. I was not expecting you to go down that road. You got you caught me off guard there. Who do you, you think? You so you, who do you think wins the fight? You got Budai. I got Budai. Yeah. Yeah, I I I don't like this fight. I would bet Budai like that's, but at minus two fifty, it's not worth my time. So, but I'm picking yeah. Budai. I'm just letting everyone know that. Jordan Levitt, the Monkey King, returns to the octagon against Trey Ogden, who I believe is making his UFC debut. I have never heard of this. Yeah, man. he's from um, some of his fights. It's not against the greatest competition. The, yeah, I mean, listen, he he was also they found him looking for a fight because he was looking for a fight on the street and he won, so they signed him. He, uh, I think he's from KC, so he. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he trains with Kraus and them. Um, he, yeah, he, does. he has a fuck ton of he has a fuck ton of chokes. I don't think, um, I don't think, um, who the fuck's he fighting? Jordan Levitt. I don't think Jordan Levitt is going to get his way out of this. I, I know he put Matt Sales in the triangle. I know he slammed Matt Wyman. <clears throat> but, I, I, you know, I think this guy being a favorite might catch people off guard. Minus 145, he's not a huge favorite, but I like him. I, I haven't, I haven't seen much granite. Um, it's a little hard to find, um, you know, back streets, Kansas city, local, uh, fights. He, he was on LFA, um, and he lost to Nick Brown, but Nick Brown's pretty good. He's in Bellator right now. Uh, he lost to Thomas Gifford twice on the regional scene, but honestly, Thomas Gifford on the regional scene was a fucking problem. Like, you know, there's a reason he would hit the UFC wanted him. Like he fought Anthony Rocco Martin on the, on the regional scene, like way back in the day. Um, you know, he was champion in multiple organizations, I think. Um, he beat Trey Ogden twice, two gay teams, two first-round gay teams. Um, but I do like Trey Ogden. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I was never really a Jordan Levin fan. I, I never, I, you know, he's got the, the, the cool, funny nickname. Uh, I just, I don't think he's that good. What's concerning, for the most part, is the fact that all of his, like, well, three of his losses have been by submission. That that's the one. Yeah, thing so that it's definitely kill or be killed him. on the ground. It seems. And I like Levitt's um, ground game. That that's what's concerning. I think he's super strong. He can wrestle. I'm just going Levitt. I was. This is more. I I, I was going him either way before I saw the odds. But he, him being an underdog is just a plus. It's kind of if if a guy a fight's this close to whoever the underdog is, I usually bet that's for right or for um, wrong. If I don't have a leaning, but Levitt was my pick here. Levitt has a heel hook over Johnny Walker, just not that Johnny Walker. Oh, yeah, I would like to see him fight that Johnny Walker. Let's let's do that. <laughs> let's have them meet somewhere. I just want to see that somewhere that, in Brazil. That Johnny Walker get cooked all the time. That's that's I'm a hater. Sam Hughes. I don't know. Wait, I don't know. I don't have the. Uh, I think it's a DraftKings special. But there's a there's a fight where or a prop. It's fight ends by submission. I don't have it on here, but I think whatever it is for the Levitt Ogden fight is a lock. Yeah, I think one of them's getting submitted. Rear naked choke. We got to find a rear naked choke parlor, a prop and just get that. Oh, that would be nice. If they, they'll, they'll start doing that soon. They'll let us fit, pick what submission it's going to be before. Yeah. But so they, they don't want to uh, get cooked on that kind of stuff, though, because they know, like, some guy would be telling me, like, yeah, I'm going for a guillotine. I'd be like, for what? Yeah. All right, dude. Yeah. 
He's like, I'm going to catch him. I'm like, all right, dude, I'm Francis literally selling Ngannou, my car right now. Francis Ngannou puts a dart stroke on John Jones at 5,000. Oh, he's going to put him out. <laughs> that would be incredible. Sam Hughes, is it, this is your bet of the night, Sam Hughes? This is my bet of the night. This is, this is, my, this is my low <laughs> – this is my high point of the card, but my low point in life. I have Sam Hughes, huge – no, plus one seventy eight. This is our first camp at Fortis MMA. Um, I don't want to start talking her up. Like you know, she's not that bad. She's just five and four. Um, Sam Page has she, her last couple. So her last three fights, her only three fights in UFC. You know, to be fair, Tisha Torres is not. You know, to make your debut against Tisha Torres is fucking. In 2020 is insane. I, you know, you know, whoever sanctioned that, I don't know. She should have fought Emily Whitmire like she was supposed to. And then she fought Luma Luke Bunami and lost. And, you know, whatever. Luma Luke Bunami is okay. I could see how, you know, you could lose a decision to her. It just happens. And then she lost to Luana Pinheiro, my girl, who was good. She's pretty good. I mean, she's probably honest judo toss Daniel Cormier. Strong motherfucker. So those losses aren't awful. And there were three, you know, decisions. She might have won a round or two in there. Uh, Estella Nunez is a bum. You know, Ariana Carnawasi. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, you know, she's one of the bad Nunez. She's not the good Nunez. She she only has two losses, and they were both roommate, uh, chokes. Angela Lee, the one FC champion's a beast. Also super hot. So, like, that loss, there's nothing wrong with that. But, Lu- uh, man, Ariana Carnawasi is okay. She's not bad. She's tough. She tries. She grinds. But she was take- she's not a ground specialist. She took Estella Nunez down at will. And then she tripped her out at the end. I think Sam Hughes wins this fight. She wins this fight. Um, plus one seventy eight money line. She has, a, you know, most of her fights, most of her wins are by submission. You know, if you want to put Sam Hughes by submission plus nine hundred, I could see. But um, I like Sam Hughes straight up plus one seventy eight money line. I think she comes out here and she she um, takes care of her on the ground. I think she should honestly uh, make. Make quick work of her. I think Estella uh, you know, Nunes' ground game is garbage. Ariana Carlosi was passing her every time, like, you know, at will, which is so sad. Uh, give me Sam Hughes, dude. Give me the Sam Page. You're going to sack up and take the sub? Yeah, I will, actually. Wow. 900? Yeah. Plus 900. Wow, that's the bet of the Estella night. Nunes. There it is, Estella right there. Nunes. That's your that's it's your still, big sack b- b- uh, better than night. You might feel like an asshole after you put plus I, I nine hundred. I feel like one right down. now. Yeah, let's do it, dude. Let's sack up for once. I, which doesn't make sense. Is Estella Nunes is plus one thousand by submission? She has zero career submissions. I know she's Brazilian, and I know her last name is Nunes, but like she doesn't do it. It doesn't. It's not a thing that happens. So the fact that she's plus one thousand, uh, Sam Hughes is plus nine hundred. You know, Sam Hughes is uh, five and four. You know, you take out the the T. Torres fight shouldn't have even happened. Five and three, uh, let's say she her her fight in LFA against a girl with a similar record. Bless you, was four and one guillotine, boom. And her her uh, pro debut rear naked choke. Like she has uh, she has an armbar. Uh, as an amateur, she has an armbar. Like she, she fought Lupita Godinez and fought her to a draw as an amateur. Uh, Sam Hughes did. Funny fun fact. Twice actually lost to her once. Um, I think this line is, is wrong. I, I, you know, I don't want to come out here and, you know, tell you that you know, Sam Hughes is the next champ, but, uh, Estella Nunes should not be minus 220 against, um, you know, my dead corpse in five years. So I don't, <laughs> I, this is a big spot. 178. I, I could be in down to 150 ish or 145 on fight night, honestly, because I, I don't know. I don't, I don't see how 
Estella Nunes wins. I'm with you. Let's go. Uh, you've convinced me. I didn't have a leaning here. I, I would honestly tell you, do not bet this fight. Do not bet. <laughs> uh, that's probably what I would have said. I don't. Uh, that's fine. But I now plus hear, 900 is to bet this fight. Yeah, plus 900 is where I fucking you start seeing my hands start to sweat and I start getting excited. <laughs> That's that's where yeah. that's where we're making our money plus nine hundred. Yeah. We don't have to bet anything for the rest of the night. Go out with the boys so after it, that. It's the it's the second fight too. It's so like six six oh seven p.m. East Standard Time. You will tune in and you will see the Sam Page get her long awaited UFC win. Jesus, <laughs> this better happen. This fucking this better night. happen, or else I'm. <laughs> we I'm might fucked. have to. We might not come back next week if this doesn't happen. At this <laughs> if point. you don't hear us next week, next Friday, Sam Hughes did in fact lose. Kevin Kroom and, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Haley Altay? Come uh, on, man. No, I'm just Altang, thinking. Haley? I'm just thinking about how okay, bad this okay. fight is. <laughs> Kevin Kroom is probably. He's probably Why a are we watch. still doing this? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Um, he's 21 and 14. Haley Altang's 14 and 8. <laughs> he's not much better. 21 and 14. I said, did I say 14? I don't know what I said. Uh, he's lost two in a row. He lost to Kahel. <laughs> I can't talk. Uh, he lost to Kelleher and Caceres easily. Alatang, I think, is coming off of a draw against Gustavo Lopez. Oh, man, I completely forgot that happened. Thank God. And he lost to Casey Kenny before that. His best win was, like you said, uh, Ryan Benoit. He did beat uh, Dana Bakari. I remember they both were making their de- uh, debut. I think they were both fighting in China, right? It was uh, the Andrade Weili card. Yes. And it was the first fight on the card. Two, uh, two Chinese fighters fighting in China, and they just, it was a weird fight. Dana, if they ran it back, Bakari would smoke them. Uh, Dana is pretty good. Allah is not. And I didn't, uh, you know, take that for what you will. I would like to say... Allah. Did I say Allah? I meant Allah. Bakari is technically Mongolian. So, sorry, man, his respect. Sorry. The uh, Mongolian, he's, oh, he's just Storm. Never mind. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, do not bet this fight. <laughs> Do not bet this fight. Nah, I, I don't like Kevin Kroom, so give me the minus one. No, I wouldn't. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, he's 21-14, like, you know. It, it just, uh, don't bet this fight. Uh, I, I, that's all yeah, I can say here. <laughs> I mean, if you if don't. If you want to know who wins, yeah, don't bet this fight. Don't bet this fight, exactly. But Man, so a lot of Kevin, Kevin Kroom is a guy who's going to screw you over, though. But, God, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, he's getting he's getting, uh, he's getting knocked out by Rasul. Mirzaev, oh, this guy seems kind of good, actually. Jonathan the Black Shire. Tiger. The Black, uh, never mind, he's a bum. Um, Kamula Kirk. He was good at one point. He was good at one point, though. <clears throat> Tatsunya Ando, like, he's going to finish Matt Bissett. You know, these are guys who I think, you know, you go to the bar on Saturday night and you see somebody playing beer pong and then they're like, woo! That's, that's Matt Bissett. <laughs> Come so, on, dude. <laughs> the Mangler. No, that's, Matt Bissett that's is Matt better than that. <laughs> He's not. He lost to Jeremy Kennedy. He's lost against Justin Dude, Gaethje. No, no. Listen, Matt Bissett beat Charles Cheeks. If you oh, watch this podcast, you know Charles Cheeks. Wow. <laughs> Charles Cheeks the third, who has a fight coming up uh, in in nine days. When I leave for Ireland, he's fighting Alan Cruz, who was just in the UFC. This is crazy. Who was just in the UFC? He. <laughs> Jesus. It, Listen, listen. <laughs> he's fighting at, at Fury FC in a couple in a week or two on Fight Pass, so we get to see Charles Cheeks. Or is that his name? Is it Cross? No, it's Cheeks. We get to see Charles Cheeks the third back in action. Kevin Kroom 
was Justin Gaethje's first fight. That's how That's long this crazy. guy's been going at it, dude. He's been the taking, Kremlin. He had a quite a beginning to his career, starting out zero and two on the Kansas regional scene. And Willie he, Mack took and, no prisoners. Then he went on a heater <laughs> before getting slammed, knocked out by Justin Gaethje. After beating Kevin Kroom, Willie Mack got absolutely starched by Mirsad Bektic. So, yeah, there you give go. me uh, <laughs> Alatang Haley. Give me that all day long. And any I boxing would... <laughs> you want to talk about before we got out of here? Because yes, we got Errol uh, Spence this weekend. Uh, I got Kevin Kroom. But no, we do have boxing. Wow. We have uh, Errol Spence, wow. Denny Ugas in a 12 round fight for, I believe, I believe almost all the titles at Welterweight. Uh, pretty much this will set up. A Bud Crawford, Errol Spence. I think the stars have finally aligned. Bud's Bud's not with uh, that geriatric fuck. What's his name? I'm not answering that. I don't know who that. I, I don't yeah. know who he is either way. But I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> the old white guy. I don't know. I can't think of his name. Not Richard Schaefer. Uh, I don't know. He's not with him anymore. But so Crawford's kind of can do what he wants. Um. Oh, I can't think of this season. So that's gonna be a really good fight. I think Spence is gonna win. I think Ugas is definitely has a chance. I I think the odds are you know very much in Spence's favor. On the undercard, Isaac Cruz is also fighting Gamboa at lightweight. It's gonna be a good fight. Radzab Butayev, stud Russian. Yes, Russia starting to invade boxing too. It's kind of scary. Um, he's gonna be on the undercard as well. Cosacito Lopez is on every single fucking undercard. Jeez, man. Uh, and then we have a twelve round fight in England on zone. Connor Ben atop. Uh, contenders fighting Chris Van Heerden in a fight. Um, that's going to happen. Uh, Ricky Hatton's son, Campbell, is fighting also on that card. Um, so it's, it's, it should be a good weekend, honestly, all in all. There's 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 a little bit of everything happening. Minus 700. Do you think he, if he wins, it's probably it. going to be – yeah, it's going to be – Yeah, I think a decision. I don't think he's going to finish him, honestly. He hasn't, been, he hasn't finished guys in a, three, four fights. He hasn't gotten a finish. He got in a couple of car accidents. Dude, after the one bad car accident, they said he got in another one. Like, dude, stop oh, fucking driving. Yeah, he, I, take you should it, get take off the roads. Away. The roads are the roads are not good for you. Don't do it. Errol so, Spence uh, to win my no. knockouts plus three twenty on. Um, yeah, uh, on FanDuel, yeah. I think odds you, boost. What is it by? What is it by points? Probably like minus one eighty or something. Uh, method of victory. Decision. Errol Spence by decision is minus one forty. Yeah, that's not yeah. bad. I wonder what unanimous. If there's a different, let me go to Bovada. All right, just close it out. Oh, well. Um, other than that, let's see. There's some fight news. What, like uh, you talking about UFC fight news? Yeah, so we got, well, Marlon Marais retired, so that sucks. Um, but he's also, you know, more shot away from CTE. Yeah, it does, it doesn't. Well, uh, I, I like watching him fight, but for his own health, uh, I, I don't want to see that guy fight anymore. Speaking of health, Neil Magny has a hospital trip planned for June 25th against Shavkat Rock. Oh uh, I think sh- I think I, <laughs> I think Shavkat is What the fuck, man? <laughs> I I think I think is I think he's I think he's what people think Chamayev is, truly. I think he is going to be the I think he's the next he's the next <laughs> champ. What? You don't think he is? You don't think he's got the goods? No, you can't say he's got a hospital visit planned for the 2010 <laughs> and then just fucking flow right into it. Jesus, dude. Your boy, the... No, I'm saying. The, he's, he's fucked. No, he is fucked. I'm totally with you. I'd love to see what the odds are going to be for that because... Yeah. 
Neil we'll Magny's just going to get smashed. Who knows if he's going to get finished, though? That's uh, that's probably where yeah. the body's going to be made either way. Because Neil Magny's tough, but we'll see. I don't think he's that tough, to be honest. So nothing yeah. against him, but it's just, you know, you can only be so tough where you're getting your face smashed in. <laughs> yeah. The Cuban Missile uh, the Crisis Kazakh is getting King. back in there. Did you hear? Okay. Is he, is he fighting Kendra Lust? Are they He's making a video? Not, no. Uh, okay, no. You can tune into her OnlyFans or something like that if you need to see any new <laughs> content, I imagine. Gregory Rodriguez. Yeah. Okay. He's uh, th- that, that savage is fighting him on June 18th. So that's going to be the same day as... Uh, I'm really under. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tiago Moises and Christos Gallegos. So give me Moises Ooh. right I away. Because like uh, I'm, fa- I'm fading Gallegos uh, any, t- any day of the week. Julian Paeva is fighting Sergey Morozov on June 25th. You got your boy Mike Trezano fighting Lucas Almeida on June okay. 4th. There's so many Almeidas. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on. Cody Stamen fighting Eddie Wineland. So they're, they're trying to get a Oh, w. my God. He's going to kill him. <laughs> oh, my. All right. Well, we know inside the distance is a lock for that. <laughs> um, We actually have a really good fight. So... <laughs> For June 18th, uh, Demir Ismagulov is coming off a win against... Maybe he's not coming off a win. I thought he was coming off a win. He is coming off a win against uh, Rafael Alves, Tiago Moises, Joe Alvarez, Joel Alvarez. Good all of them. Demir Ismagulov is fighting Garam Kuda... Kuda... Ta, oh, hold on. Kuda, Kuda Taladze. He's the guy who beat uh, Matus Gamrat. He, he gave Gamrat his only loss. Yes. He has himself... Won- he has himself one loss, or he has two, I'm sorry, to Pavel Kielek and Oliver Enkamp. They were really early uh, in the IRA, I'm sorry, IRFA. I don't know what the IRA, I don't know, if they, you know what goes on over there. But um, that's going to be a really good fight June 18th. Uh, Jordan Wright's fight, Mark andre Barrio. If it gets out of the first round, Jordan Wright is fucked. So live bet. If, he, if, he, if it's round two starts, take him to die. April 23rd. Tajir Olenbekov's fighting Tyson Nam. Don't care. Aaron Blanchfield, J.J. Aldridge, that should be a good fight. Um, they oddly look like. I feel like they might be related. Uh, Cody Dernan, J.P. Bays, June 18th. J.P. Bays, just recently divorced, uh, is going to get knocked out. June 25th, Curtis, Chris Curtis, Rodolfo Vieira. Fucking banger, that's going to be. Um, well, Askar Askaros fighting Alex Perez. Dustin Jacoby's getting there against Dalton Jung on the same card, July 16th. And... I think that's about all all I have. Oh, one more. <laughs> this is a throwback. Julia pa- Juliana Pena called Kayla Harrison's opponents tomato cans. Wow. So it's starting to spread. It's it's starting to spread. I think we're truly making an inway with tomato cans. I didn't say it once this today. Just remember that because I'm saving it for a special next week's edition where everybody's getting tomatoed. I'm throwing them at everybody. Now you just have so. you just have bum or cooked right right next to guys. Name. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put an emoji of a tomato next to everybody that I think is a tomato. Okay, okay. there we go. Uh, shout um, out to Cody Stamen, who's gonna get back on the on the winning side of things in the near future. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to show up, Eddie. I don't know why. I don't know why they keep doing this to Eddie Wineland because they're they just feed him the guys where he's just gonna get finished. Like he's completely cooked now. Surely, surely he asked for it. I don't know. I'm sure he did. You know what else could have happened? Here's a banger: Uh, Cynthia Calvillo and Nina Nunes fighting. Oh man, Uh, Nina Nunes is still fighting. My 
my laptop has decided to give up. I think I must have pissed it off. You're good. It needs, yeah, it probably needs a hospital. Bed I've, I've opened too many tabs of guys that, you know, are like 0 and 9. I don't know. With, uh, with the pullout of Roman Kopilov, I know you were uh, really concerned about this fight. Jordan Wright will now, will now step in and he will face Mark Andre Barriot. I said that, dude. Oh, well, oh. guess what, dude? I'm just, re- I'm just, second, re- I'm reading it right second now. Second round. Live odds. Cash Jordan out Wright will City die if he gets to the second round. On Jordan Wright, dude. He's going to kill this guy. He's going to kill uh, him. Whatever. First L- round, he L- probably. Bekov and Tyson Nam. Yeah, uh, that was a Nam. Yeah, Jasmine Juravicious. <laughs> Joe Juravicious is fighting. Uh, Natalia he's Silva. Right, he's back. Nat- uh, Who? Another Silva? Yeah, Natalia Silva. Doesn't look like she's ever. Uh, certain- Fought ever? No, she's definitely come on, man. She's definitely fought before, but I, I, I've just never heard of her in the UFC. So yeah, well, her name's already Natalia Silva UFC. So she, I guess she's in the UFC. I, she does have long, so she better fucking find a new hand, new handle. Is Magulov um, is fighting soon, June eighteenth, dude? That's gonna be an amazing fight, actually. Uh, other than that, I think I'm, I think I'm out of words to say. Yeah, I'm cooked. I, I'm, uh, I'm the definition of cooked. <laughs> I if you want to yeah one word next to me is cooked. Cody Durden fighting JP Bays. Jacoby is fighting yeah. uh, Dong Un Jung. Well, that's a nice fight. J- JP Bays Curtis is going to die. Adolfo Vieira. And then Cheyenne Bays is going to make fun of him. Wow, Askar Askarov and Alex Perez. <laughs> Reading back exactly what I said. Jesus, what did you say? Is it, you read all these? Well, um, yeah, I think. Okay, uh, my bad. I, I just, I, I truly forget at this point. Yeah, my my brain is completely cooked. Aaron <laughs> Blanchfield and Jason Aldrich is interesting. I literally was. I, I I am so cooked. Yeah, so I, I imagine these people listening. If you're still listening, to this you're cooked too. So let's get out of here. Yeah, thank you We're for joining us. Together. Hot take, hot box, shoulder strikes, MMA podcast. Ty, thank you uh, for the. This is a yes, hell sir. of an episode. This is almost two hours long. I, wait, hold on. I think so. The next time you hear from us. Wait, maybe not. Yeah, never mind. I thought I was going to give you. I thought we were going to have a special rendition from Dublin, Ireland, but I'm uh, like, oh, I'll be home. There'll be next yeah. one. Next one when we're breaking down uh, Amanda Lemos and Jessica Andrade, the banger that will go down that night. So, <laughs> I yeah, I actually come home next Thursday. Not next Thursday. Two Thursdays on the twenty eighth is when I come back. So maybe, maybe we'll, we'll see. Maybe, maybe we'll do a little. We'll have to do it. Maybe I can it. find somebody. I can find the guy Connor got knocked out by in the bar and see what he thinks about Johnny Walker. He was a Walker. fucking boom. He was a boom. All right, we'll see what he thinks that. about Charles Cheeks, Johnny Walker for the title. Sandy Cheeks. <laughs> All right, enough. I'm out of here. Enough. Peace. Enough. Go Birds. Uh, yeah, that's all I got.